Hameen Media Group. Big Ray Hernandez. The Vet, Jamie Williams. This is your Next Level Wrestling Review. And we are NXT. Yes, boys! Nine days for tonight! I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking children. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yes, we are back on the attack. Yola. Is Ben Hameen going to beat up a pundit, a reporter? Well, we may we may talk about that during the, uh, the three count, whatever the hell we call it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the reporter, the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, here to stay to talk some Lucha Libre, which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. And off air, I was telling this man, I was like, man, this is a perfect fucking day. Everything is going well. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to find out. Maybe while we do the review of Impact Wrestling. Oh, see? Mistake. NXT. <sighs> I already messed up. Anyway, who am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Well, this man has held many titles all over. It's Gary. Gary's going to have to have his own theme song, by the way. Cartoonish type. Anyway, this man is the holder of many plush titles. I said it, plush titles. These are championships made of the same material that Gary is made of, and it's love. What? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is my co-host. The Vet. He's a Rip Rogers guy. The Vet. That, that, that. Rip, Rip, Rip Rogers guy. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. He will hug you to death. He will stare into your eyes and talk to your soul. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Rip Rogers guy. Is the vet Jamie Williams? What's going on there, Chief? Not much, Ray. How are you? Besides, perfect, except for that impact mistake. I don't know. I'm doing okay. It's just weird. It's a weird fucking day. Everything is good, except hmm. for my fucking knees, and my back, and my arm. Hmm. Hurting. Hmm. Physically. Uh, I'm I'm gonna kick this off really quickly. Uh, okay. uh Elizabeth. Uh, that'd, that'd be a that'd be a change of pace. It's talking about cookies here. Raised cookies and I drive. I went to bake raised cookies. Oh, so you're baking the cookies now? Huh, interesting. I thought the cookies were going to be here the night last week. I'm just, just. I'm sure you got bored before you finished reading that sentence. So if you actually would just read it, you would find out the whole story. Oh. Well, let's see. Kevin at Kevin Mari, Nopers. I went to bake raised cookies and I dropped. I, just, I dropped my bottle of vanilla all over the floor. I use good vanilla, so I had to order some. I'm, I have almost cracked. So there is a chance, Vet, 
mm-hmm. that the said cookies that are being sent to me mm-hmm. are floor cookies. Mm-mm. How much do you want to bet? She's gonna be scraping it like like with a with an old folder, <laughs> scraping it into the jar. I just don't. Floor. I don't see her doing. Yeah, I don't that. see her doing that. Either. Even though you might deserve it, right. she what? still is gonna do everything above board. I feel bunch of dead ants in my cookie. Some hair. <laughs> that's not an ant. That's a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn it. <laughs> Oh man, what a fucking Jesus Christ! Wow, I'm seeing some names in here I haven't seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. thank you for joining us, guys. Um, a lot to talk about. We're gonna jump right into this, uh, but before we do that, you know we love you guys. So um, you know we're gonna give you some love, and we will acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home? Acknowledge me. All right, so we're going to jump right into this, ladies and gentlemen. We kick it off at the very top of the list. Let me see who was number one. Number one was Lab Rat. What are they testing on Lab Rat today, Fed? He says, hey, everybody. Ant cookies. Ant cookies. Delicious ant cookies. Floor vanilla. <laughs> I, I, could, I picture Elizabeth's house extremely clean. I don't know why. Like very well manicured, you know. Probably. It's probably oh. safe to eat off her floor for the most part. We've probably eaten from dirtier things than Liz's floor. I think I could put a sandwich down at the edge of her toilet and and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, probably extend maybe 30 second rule for anything that falls on the floor there. 35. Yes, at least. Could be up to a minute depending on the area of the house. Anyway, I guess we could just skip ahead and acknowledge Elizabeth. Yeah, well, yeah, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth is in the house. Yeah, dig it. Dig Elizabeth with the floor cookies. Yeah, love the floor cookies. Yeah, we have Jerome. Jerome with an N. He is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the windiest of all Chris's. We have Chris Winland. He is in the house, my friend. Uh, I wonder how he's coping with uh, the loss of Pretty Deadly on NXT. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, boy! But But they'll be debuting on Friday. So let's wait. let's see what yeah what, you're gonna watch SmackDown for the first time in I'm, a while like, yeah straight up I'm gonna watch SmackDown for the first time in it's a while. very exciting for a change I <sighs> can't wait man can't wait and we'll talk about that world title thing gimmick too because apparently it's not just for Raw but anywho um, yeah uh, Frank's pickle barrel ass the biggest ass in HMG is here uh, giving love to uh, Lab Rat and a <laughs> hole. Uh, what else we got here, ladies and gentlemen? We have, uh, as I scroll down, we already said Elizabeth. We said hi to Elizabeth, so we can't say it again. We have Toronto Thrash. Yeah, this is clearly um, Canada Spaceman. No. If you couldn't tell just by the syntax of all of his comments, then you're not a longtime HMG listener. You can't hide from us, Canada Spaceman. He's supposed to be flying over Canada. He is. He just changed his name. Isn't there a hockey team, Toronto, Toronto Thrashers or something like that? Probably. If anybody watched like, hockey, they could probably nobody, let us know. Nobody watches fucking hockey. Is, is this still, they're still playing hockey? The hockey? From what I hear, I don't know. So there's some playoffs going on. I'm just like, this is this. <laughs> isn't the NHL like the only one of like the big major uh, sports in North America where their league almost really did just shut down. Bro, it's like nobody cares. 
North America. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. How, I don't even know how popular hockey is. All- I guess they're back. But there was a period there where they really were talking about NHL could be done. Remember? Which period? Like- First, second, or third? Uh, <laughs> overtime. Aha. We have with a record of 142 and 36. The dancing, handsome one, Dan Heffern. Heffern, your Asiatic champion. I see that the commission has overturned more of those losses, so listen, that's good. Listen, you know, we just we just calls them as we reads them off the card. But we have a, a gentleman making his return, which he does every single week. It's the artist. He's making a return. Returned. Hashtag the artist returns is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. As I scroll down the list, oh god, I'm gonna try this again. I do this every single fucking week, but we I have, wish you would. Well, you know, I mean, look, I'll just. Uh, well, anyway, guys, as you can probably tell if you're listening on audio only, you know what that means. If the music stops and you only hear me, <sighs> Scott Wilford. He's here. He's too, too fucking beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Cannot put his picture up on it. You gotta take. Use another uh, icon instead of your your face, please. Crop yeah. yourself out and just put Moose from the picture of you and Moose. Just put Moose in there. And as handsome as Moose is, I don't think right. he'll shut the stream down. No, you can do least. this. We have the dark side caster. He's in the house. Kevin Mari. I like saying his name like that. Mari. I could nice. picture uh what's his name? Fucking Cobra. No, no, the Cobra. The fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, Santino. Santino Morella. How would he say his how would he say Kevin's name? The Kevin Amari. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Ah, uh, fucking Santino Morella. Kevin, you make me so mad. Yeah, you make me so mad. He's a fucking treasure, that guy, man. I swear to God. I'm talking about uh Santino, not Kevin. Kevin's all right. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he's, I feel he's like I'm good. All right, we have the man. I'm gonna call him Double M. I could call him Eminem, but isn't that copywritten? Maybe. Mike Martin is in the house. He's headed to Michigan to get some Girl Scout cookies right now. That sounds fucking like. Hi, uh, hi, uh, hi, Mike. Uh, my name is Chris Hansen. Uh, why don't you have a seat? <laughs> yeah, why don't you have a seat right over? You know what happens now. <laughs> You're free to leave whenever you choose. <laughs> He just grabs his thin mints and slowly walks out the door. <laughs> I hope you enjoy those cookies. Remember the guy that I don't know if you've seen this. Remember the guy that fucking offered Chris Hansen a pizza and just started eating the entire pizza while he's being interviewed? What a fucking prick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have cold blooded. It's cold. XX blooded XX. He's in the chat. And my goodness gracious, all the way from New York City. Actually, not probably right around the corner. He's probably outside right now in front of my house. It's my buddy Anoop. Ha ha. Ha ha. What's up, Anoop? I haven't seen Anoop in a while, man. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Jerome. Jerome's in the house. Jerome Hall. Hey, you acknowledged him. God Not that he it. doesn't deserve to be acknowledged twice, but still. Ah, oh, fuck. Think, think of the fairness for everyone else. 
the 11-11. No, it's not Billy Ray Valentine. It's not Strangler. We'll never come on this show. Don't say <sighs> never. I don't know. It's not even fucking uh, Andrew Bello. It's Colin Wysong. He's here. Oh. Colin Wysong. Apparently, he showed his penis on the internet. We'll talk about that later. Mm. Uh, holy shit. It's not the fake one. It's the real. Go ahead, man. You got it. The real RBV. Goddamn right it is. Mr. Uh, Wednesday Wednesday morning. Is that Mr. Monday? Oh, okay. What's up, buddy? Why don't you jump in with us, you crackhead? No? If yeah. Fuck off, then. Love you, buddy. And uh, we have, uh, I just said him, Toronto Thrash. I think that might be everybody. What about? I'm still looking. Wow, a lot of comments coming out of this fucking thing. What about Media M5? I didn't see it. I don't see him. But he's there. He says, Where? salutations, everyone. And he also said, may your colon empty with joy. Oh, there it is. Effing Chef. Are you trying to say Chef Boy RD? He's oh. trying. He's trying. He probably got shots in the eyeballs, so he's having trouble hitting the keys. Um, but uh, that's the way you say Chef YRD if, you, if you're literally having a stroke. Chef, yeah, best Italian food in the world, baby. Oh God, that is a can of ravioli. <laughs> that is just the shit. Actually, it's not bad. I used to make ravioli sandwiches. You? No. No. What would you uh, just just a just a piece of bread or did you have another thing you used? Piece of Italian bread, right? Okay. I would hollow right. it out a little bit and then All I right. would lay three ravioli in it. Okay. And then I'm just fucking <laughs> Right. So there's Fuck. not enough carbs in the pasta, you got to no. well, I was a kid, dude. I mean, yeah, it's fun to uh It's fun to experiment with meals. Meal prep. Bet, sir. It's the three count. This is the three count with today's biggest stories in pro wrestling, world news, pop culture, sports, and more. And now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. <laughs> You know how we kick this off, ladies and gentlemen, so the NBA playoffs are gone and dead. We'll give you an update right now, ladies and gentlemen. So right now, here are the NBA brackets, the greatest sport in the history of sports, except for that one sport that the Indians used to play, where they used to kick the ball through the hoop, you know, and, and the losing team would lose their life. It's like a Mayan game. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Well, ladies and gentlemen, last night, uh, so right right now, man, we have the New York Knicks that are down three games to one to the Miami Heat. Can the New York Knicks make a huge comeback and take it from Miami? They played tonight in New York. Uh, they have been absolutely fucking dominated by the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat looked like they just wanted more. That's what Julius Randle said, you stupid asshole. And uh, so we'll see what happens tonight, but the Knicks don't look, doesn't look good for the Knicks. Philadelphia fucking 76ers. Jesus Christ playing the shit out of basketball i mean they some great games man have you have you seen any of these man no absolutely not are you kidding jesus fuck 
Anyway, Philadelphia pulls off 115-103. They defeated the Boston Celtics in Boston. And they'll be playing on the 11th, which I believe is tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they have a three games to one lead. Oh, three games to two. Excuse me. We have the Denver Nuggets who uh, also, uh, this is a freaking good, uh, another good one. Uh, what do you call it? Good uh, battle between two NBA teams here. We have the two of the best teams in the league. Denver and Phoenix going one-on-one, but uh, right now we have Denver is up three games at two. And finally, the team that the Illuminati is rooting for, the team that that NBA is trying to push to win the NBA title, the L.A. Lakers, or as I call them, the Fakers, are up three games to one on the fucking Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. Can you believe that? Well, we saw it before. Are they going to wake up in time? (sighs) Steph Curry. I mean, look at this, man. That that one game right there, LA one twenty seven to ninety seven. Jesus Christ, Golden State one twenty seven one hundred. I mean, it's just incredible. But Golden State losing by three points, uh, game four. So now again down three games to one. And then uh, guess what? There's also hockey. Nobody cares about hockey. Do you care about hockey? No. Nobody cares about the NBA. But here we are. And after the uh, Heat close it out. I don't think we're going to continue this NBA coverage somehow the week oh, no. after. Oh, no. I, I don't I, think we're going to be talking about it anymore once. Uh... I don't think it, I think it's I have to do my due diligence as a uh, reporter of the people. Pundit of the people. Oh, fucking no. Speaking of that, uh, so Becky Lynch, <laughs> I'm choking. Don't choke on Becky Lynch. God damn it. <clears throat> One of those floor hairs. <clears throat> and an ant. I saw Becky Lynch. She has a new t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Not too happy about it. I told Ben Ben uh, Hameen, uh, Ben Hameen, I'm going to be uh, uh, addressing this to my uh, many New York lawyers. Uh, the uh, The man of the masses. Now, since 2010, I called myself the Mark of the Masses, uh, walking hmm. working alongside Bill Apter for many, 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 many years, and then I evolved the report of the people, you know, hmm. and then uh, now the pundit of the people. I, I don't think it's right that uh, that Becky Lynch could slap my intellectual property, change it up just a little bit. It's kind of like the whole thing with Marvin Gaye, you know. Remember blurred lines. Oh yeah, with Robin Thicke and the not very happy about that, brother. So um so I have a question for you, Vet. Um right. What do you guys want to talk about? Mm. Apparently uh Matt Riddle uh has a giant penis and he's showing it all over the internet. Um allegedly somebody uh, leaked a a video of Matt Riddle. Uh, showing off his cock. So, so he's not showing it on the internet. Well, he um, well, he sent it to someone. Uh, people are alleging that this his uh, ex girlfriend or ex wife, whoever the hell it was. Uh, he sent it to that person, and uh, you know it's all over the internet. I, I literally went on Twitter and I just checked the the trending thing. And it's like Matt Riddle leaked videos, and just people putting up tons and tons of uh, Matt Riddle leaked videos. I did not click on one of them i uh, just wanted to know if maybe anybody here in the chat did click on one of them anybody you vet 
No. I know you didn't. Colin, matter of fact, probably, I, definitely. Matter of fact, I don't know really anything about this. I saw people cryptically tweeting about Matt Riddle, <clears throat> right? And and like what kind of a person he is or whatever, without saying what happened. And that's the extent that I got of it. And then, <clears throat> I you know, over the last couple of days, I sort of gathered that it must be some sort of sexting mishap or something like that. But oh, let me just read this little article from a. Uh, a new center. I'm not going to give any credit to. It's just the first one that popped up. It says Matt Riddle's coming off of a loss at Backlash where uh, Solo Sokoa pinned them in Puerto Rico. By the way, Puerto Rico. Ho. Um, interesting enough, uh, Riddle was not on Raw this week as the Red Brand introduced uh, you know, him to the new roster, so on and so forth. Matt Riddle, uh, let me see, it says here, a video of Matt Riddle leaked online last night, so it's the night, the night prior, um, during WWE Raw. Although many posts um, with the video have been deleted, <clears throat> they're still out there. So you can still see his cock if you guys want to. Uh, we've seen the video. Of course you have. <laughs> you fucking nerds. We've seen the video, and we can confirm it's real. But uh, we have not posted it here on this. <laughs> we know what his penis looks like, and that's definitely Matt Riddle's penis. Yeah, it's his cock. Um, it says in the video, which features Matt Riddle. <laughs> you don't say. Who wrote this? I don't uh, know. He is shown pulling out his his member let's pull on his cock okay yeah and spinning it like a helicopter yo uh-huh. rick flair a little bit yeah was it was he uh was he was he pinning a flight attendant up against the airplane uh, wall in this he was, video he was doing a helicopter oh, retire. oh boy bro did, did tommy dreamer record uh for a documentary series a video of himself saying look it's matt riddle like uh, this is just what he's his, he's a bro he's got this is what he's gonna do i'm pretty sure colin's seeing this video but it says uh he's spinning his cock like a helicopter i want to paraphrase then bought a huge uh this bought a huge reaction to the internet and there's a part two apparently where he's uh fully aroused and uh what Oh my God, I, I don't know. I don't even want to read this. Leave it like this. Um, <laughs> Why don't you just read it? <laughs> no, I mean, if, leave it like this. If, if 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 the woman or man that he chooses to have sex with is a size queen or king, um, they'd be very satisfied. Okay. So, um, what in the living fuck is going on? But I think you and I, I you know. I posted something about it, you know, Mark safe from seeing Matt Riddle's uh, penis pic, and my son Aiden is like, "What, Dad?" <laughs> right, because he's a normal human who does not really engage in wrestling social media, right? Yeah, right. So I had to, I had to explain to to my my, my beautiful son uh, that Matt Riddle, one of his, uh, one of his, you know, he likes the wrestler. Uh, yeah pull his cock out and i said aiden this is why you do not do shit like this because it would what happens if you become famous and make a lot of money down the line i'm already old fuck it they want to cancel me i guess it's fine i'm probably gonna be alive maybe maybe 19 20 years who knows do i, will I make it to 70 i don't think so but it's fine um vet what do you what, what's your um genuine i'm serious your genuine uh advice to young 
good looking wrestlers who just want to send each other pictures of their pussies and their their, their cocks and tits. Um. Well, it doesn't have to be limited to wrestlers. I could extend oh. this to all humans. Boxers. Um. Yeah. What? Um. Nothing good comes of it, really. I mean, the well, pictures depends. depends on the phone. Could be a really good picture. Could be a really good picture. And or video. But but ultimately, um, there's no need for that. I don't understand the sexting culture. I never have. As a matter of fact. You know, just if you 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 know Ray that um, I do. I'm not the easiest person to find photographic evidence or really any information on the internet about, and I'm a nobody. I just do that simply because I don't see the reason why I should make it easy for anybody to have access to that kind of stuff. It doesn't help me in any way. Um, the people that really need to get a hold of me for whatever reason can do that, but there just aren't a lot of pictures out there. There's even less videos. Uh, there was certainly never anything I would do in my private, uh, you know, interactions with people. That being said, I have been the recipient of pictures. Dick pics? Colin? Colin. No. Oh, Colin. Nobody you know. Um... No, no, no. Like, it's... Uh, Batista. Not Batista. I can't tell you how big it is, because I haven't seen it. But... I heard things. So, the, the, so the point is, like, I've I've received those pics. I don't ask. I'm not like a creep who's like, hey, baby, uh, yes. what are you wearing? You know, like, I don't... I never did that, but... Right. Girls that I was involved with, dating, whatever, talking to, they would send me unsolicited pictures, and I, I could have, yeah, like, there was one, you know, one one uh, lady, um, I could have made her life very difficult if I was, like, a vengeful, vindictive person who wanted to take the pictures that she sent me and use them against her to mess with her job or her church or whatever. What? This is... Are you uh, reading this? Uh, well, I just this. this first of all, can you tell whoever in your house to stop downloading stuff because your your internet connection is poor at best mm. right now? All right, um, just keep talking. I'll figure this out. Right. So, but yeah, so I I would never do anything to damage anybody's reputation, but this is a thing. This is a thing that younger people do it, they don't seem like they, they don't it, it's not just pictures they send to each other it's like anything in their life they don't think there's any consequence or they don't think there's any tomorrow or future they don't plan ahead financially they don't think about their actions you know in general at all mm. um it's just a it's just a generational problem it seems not that every other previous generation you know didn't do stupid shit I'm sure they would have had they had access to this technology as well. Oh, yeah. But if you, I, I would just think that at this point in time, after we've had this tech for so many years and we've seen so many people get caught up in this, like, why, why would you still at this point in time continue to do these things? 
it, it's kind of a, a baffling situation. You know, we had we had we had speaking out, we had me too, and we're still getting fresh content. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, right? I guess Riddle's going to be back on TV and no one's going to Didn't they call him Didn't they call him Riddle for a period of time because they their alleged reason was that they, you know, he lost his first name because they didn't want people googling Matt Riddle and finding right. things about, you know, his ex-wife or whatever the shit that he was going, you know, going on with him domestically. Right. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna address this one comment <clears throat> from Elizabeth. Uh, she says my ex used to get uh, dick pics from dudes, and I'd giggle like a twelve year old. Um, that's because he was gay. So I'm just put that out there. Um, that's why he's the ex? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Kiss me. and also he also he wouldn't eat floor food. <laughs> Kiss me. He's like, oh no, I don't feel like kissing today. Can we just cuddle? Can we just hug? Turn, turn around. Can we just hug? Um, I do look like shit. Should I back up and get out? Is my voice okay? It's like every once in a while it gets uh, that digital Robotic. garbling. All right. So talk about the dick pic one more second. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or well. Anything else? All right. Fine. I'll I'll do what you got to do. Uh. So, yeah. Basically, what uh you know just to recap um especially when you're a celebrity but even if you're just a normal civilian with no uh major social media presence whatsoever i don't really see the benefit of sending salacious pictures i mean if you know the person and you have access to the person what is what is this picture really going to do for you is this supposed to tide you over until you can get your hands on them not really sure what the you know what the thinking is um so i don't know but that seems to be where we're at and raise back i don't know if this fucking worked so probably didn't are you just gonna hardwire your shit in one day like i don't bro my fucking gimmick is all the way down there it's like just get like just get like a 200 foot ethernet i'll buy you think that's the best you, you think really that's want. best yeah, it's stability. Do I have that many issues? I hardly ever have issues. You don't, but you don't have Spectrum. Exactly. But I'm just saying, the combination of Spectrum and Wi-Fi, you're just you're playing with fire here, buddy. Yeah, brother. I think I might have to do that. Um, do I even have a, a Ethernet thing? Or it's all right, Ray. We can solve this problem another time. We're doing a live <laughs> oh. show. Oh, shit. So what do you think about it before we move on? What do you, oh, man. You like um, you like penises or what? What's up? Well, I, I, I'm the wrong guy to 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 bring this up because I have literally uh, my penis is out there. If you want to see my there? penis, oh god damn it, yes. Um, e easier to find uh, <laughs> easier to find a uh, a, <laughs> a picture of Ray's penis oh, than just yeah. than just a nice a nice headshot of the vet. That's what you're I'll, saying. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm I don't know, man. Like, uh, I could see how it's kind of like exciting to do that you know uh, i was uh, i was uh i used to send it a lot you know i used to get requests you know um and I, I would send them and they would send stuff back to me and it was uh i enjoyed it <laughs> but with that being said um I, i'm 
I wasn't wrestling for the WWE at the time. Apparently, this guy was. So, mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand. Like, once you get to a certain level of of uh, success, you know, putting yourself in that position that that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, listen, man. For what it's worth, I think it sucks that Matt Riddle, you know, <laughs> sucks. Well, that, that not that he's just on TV, but the fact that Mandy Rose is not. Didn't she just like uh, show a little too much? No, because you're talking about no, because you're talking about her running a side business and him getting his photo leaked when it was supposed to not be leaked. You can't equate the two. Matt Riddle was not asking people money for pictures of his helicopter. If he was, then you have a comparison. Apparently, this was what it usually is. It's the same thing that happened to Seth Rollins or anybody else. Like the whole idea is, this is between, you know, supposedly at least just two parties, right? And then one of the parties is like, "Oops, world found out," <laughs> or someone hacks in their thing and leaks it. These weren't meant for public consumption or purchase, so I can't. You know, even though I don't even agree, like I said, as Lawrence Weaver says, vet sounded like the person never sexting. Yes, that's literally what I said. Yeah, he's never sexted, dummy. Hello. Now, again, like, well, one way, like, again, they came my way. I did not send them back, nor did they ask. So it doesn't matter. I wouldn't have done it if they did. But the point is, what's what's supposed to be just a private thing, you know, personal messages and stuff, Mandy Rose is like, She's got price. She's got a menu, bro. Oh, That's not the same thing. It's wonderful. I still wouldn't have fired Mandy Rose. I don't know why. I would just did. said, "Hey, knock it off, <laughs> knock it off, toots." You know, but well, listen, man, it's neither here nor there. I mean, it's it's out there. I just I just want to say, oh, that, it's there. <laughs> oh, it's there. All right, it's uh, not here, but it's there. I mean. <sighs> How do I word this? If you're going to try to fuck somebody over by put, uh, leaking a video of their penis, make sure their penis is, like, tiny. <laughs> it don't, I mean, you're giving the guy fucking props. I mean, the word in the street is that this guy is like a fucking elephant. It's like an elephant trunk hanging out there. So wh- wh- what is that going to make him? What's, what's that going to do to him? I don't know. Keep him on TV and get more dates? <laughs> like, stupid. I don't understand, man. That makes no sense. And, and I don't think this is the first time either. Right, and this is like the second time or third time this has happened to him. Who, who the fuck knows? Lots of things have happened to Matt Riddle. You have to wonder at some point if it's, he's just not a lightning rod. But the fact is, most fans. I mean, like your son is a perfect example of a you. You know, he's like a wrestling fan. You would consider him a wrestling fan, and sure. he doesn't know anything about this. No. And that's the majority of wrestling fans. We here in this niche bubble, you know, the kind of people that watch a podcast featuring you and I that are all here with us, we love you all, but let's face it, you know, you guys are kind of in this and you're more than just your average fan. So most people are never going to hear about this. Well, uh, a lot of people did hear about uh, Puerto Rico and Backlash Mm -hmm. and... uh, Mr. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. They cut that out of the song. They shouldn't have done that, his theme song. But anyway, um, uh, so apparently uh, Carlito goes on social media and he posts this. Well, 
Yeah, I saw that. Looks like my indie bookings just went up. And uh good for him, man. Uh there there are there are um rumors that the reason why Carlito hasn't been re signed to WWE is because he went to Vince McMahon uh and he said, You're not cool. That was it. And, yep, he spit he was about to spit the apple. He's like, You son of a bitch. You don't spit that apple on my face. Um, no, but all jokes aside, man, uh I was watching this with pride in my heart, and I have to go back and say something. So, apparently on on Twitter, I put up a I put up a tweet. What was it? Remember when Bad Bunny was going to perform? This was in 2021, when Bad Bunny was going to perform Booker T mm-hmm. on uh, I think what what pay per view? I can't remember. Do you remember what pay per view it was? No, but I thought he did like at least a part of it. Well, he may not have done the whole song, but I thought he came out and did a few bars. I think he performed the, 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 the song. Anyway, at that time, like I put the meme, oh my God, who the hell cares? Remember that one? Ah, uh, yes. Right. So, oh my God, who the hell cares? Thank you, Peter. So I, I turn on my cell phone that this, like, I think it was yesterday or early, whatever the fuck it was, bro. I was bombarded, bombarded with Gen Z tweets of hate at me because of this tweet I put up in 2021. My mind has changed since then regarding Bad Bunny. I care now. Wait a minute. So they dug this up? Bro, I don't know what happened. It's just like. Like one tweet and another tweet and another, and it's just like I got bombarded by it. And I'm not one; I never block anybody, and I'll go back and forth with you a little bit. But when what I noticed was a pattern of people that apparently all follow each other. All you know, I guess one person found that tweet and it just became okay. one long thing. So, um, what do you think I did, Vet? Uh, let's see. You probably put some cringe post responding to this uh, thing and I probably saw it and probably scrolled past it. I did a couple really of those. Okay. But eventually what I did was I have see I have evolved. And they have a wonderful button on social media. It's called the block button. And I said to myself, am I a weak person for blocking somebody? Do you think I'm yes. a weak person? Yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. You're the you're the one that lost your shit and started calling a generation soft on the air because that's true uh, yeah, every be- one of you motherfuckers is soft why because yeah because they because they wrote a promo for uh roxanne perez where she was uh you know an- anxious she's a dummy yeah she sucks by the way um jesus i just blocked everybody and it was one it, it felt good after you after the first initial block i'm like ah oh, man I'm such, then the second block and the third block i was like fuck and i just started then i started going back just blocking old people that it's <laughs> great my timeline is clean just ignore people that's it but yeah man bad bunny uh so i watched this at this uh this thing this uh event that pride uh I thought they, they all did a great job. I, I think whoever booked, whoever uh, wrote, you know, planned out this thing stupid enough to have the night end with Cody Rhodes. Um, 
and and Brock Lesnar when clearly should have been Bad Bunny. Right. Yeah. What the fuck were they thinking? Uh, I don't know. I I, I genuinely. There's I two I white it. dudes. Yeah. Good night, Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make no sense. Now, there's something that's really been really bothering me. Okay. Um, and I hate to bring race into this shit. <laughs> but, but you're going to do it anyway? I have to, because people are starting to say, oh, the Puerto Ricans are fucking racist because they didn't <laughs> cheer Bobby Lashley and they didn't cheer fucking, uh, what's her face, uh, the EST. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. Maybe they just like the other wrestlers better. Like, why does it have to be a race thing? Did you, did you, I mean, have you seen what my family looks like on the other side, on my father's side? Like, the black. <laughs> what is the difference? Like, I don't get it. We all have the same fucking African blood, dumbasses. You know, there's certain people that, that, that were bringing this shit up, and it was really, like, it really irked me. Like, everything is fuck, a race issue now. It was becoming a thing. And I had to call certain people out on social media. I think it's ridiculous. Because they didn't cheer Bianca Bella. Maybe they're fucking tired of seeing Bianca Bella win every goddamn match. Maybe they wanted to give the the nice Japanese girl a win. Right. By the, by Are the they way. racist against Japanese girls? They were cheering for her. I would think that you know if 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 Latinos, or were they just cheering against Bianca? If Latinos I mean, I would know. be racist, it'd probably be more against you know against the Japanese girl over the. The person with our with their blood running through our veins, fucking dumbasses. But um, what did you think of? Uh, I mean, you probably spoke about this on Impact Attack, so I don't want to spend a ton of the time. But what did you think of the reaction of the Puerto Rican crowd? And there is now the reason I'm bringing this up is because there was a news article here stating that apparently WWE was so pleased and the talent themselves were so hyped up by the reaction they got in Puerto Rico that they would like to make. Um, backlash a permanent fixture in Puerto Rico. So, what do you think? And by the way, that this whole shit, the white supr- Puerto Ricans are white. Stop it, white supremacists! Are you stupid? That that's a thing. But please, uh, what do you think of that, man? Puerto Rico uh, backlash being a, a annual Puerto Rican show. I guess. Well, the WWE better go to the places where people do love them. <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't put a, you know, and uh, maybe you don't put like an Arian's wet dream on as the main event when you go there, but um, you could still, you know, go there. Uh, what I noticed about the uh, Backlash event was, mm. um, you know, like you said, the crowd is very into a lot of the stuff there. And so, like, kind of like, I think I said this on the Impact Attack, that, like, I would give the crowd, you know, the crowd involvement, you know, a 10 out of 10. I would give the WWE, knowing how to take advantage of that, like a 4 out of 10. Right. Because, again, like you mentioned with the main event placement, like, that's not the main event of that show. You're not going to get anybody any higher than they got in the Bad Bunny match. Um, so that should, and furthermore, you know, you could have just done it like, because it's a street fight and because it's all that other stuff, you could have even done the, like the lights out gimmick, right? It's like, okay, we've concluded our show and then bring the lights down then bring it back up. And now you got a street fight and everybody's extra hype, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, the, the Puerto Ricans are bloodthirsty. Sure. Uh, and that's what their wrestling has always capitalized on 
um, in their presentation. They're very, the territory is very punch and kick, and they like a lot of blood and violence. By the way, my dad wrestled for Cologne in Puerto Rico a couple of times. Right. Did he tell you stories about how it was different than it's working fucking, in the States? It's crazy. Uh, they're very, uh, so in Puerto Rico, um, the fans can be very violent. Um, if you're a heel, which my father was a bad guy, uh, they hate you and they will try to stab you like legit. Yes. Um, they will find what car you are driving. They will turn it over. They will destroy it. Um, that type of, that type of heat. Like it's, it's a very passionate, very, um, angry crowd of people that want, like you said, want to see blood. Why have you ever looked at Carlos Colon's forehead, <laughs> man? Um, but then again, uh, you know, before ECW vet, before all this extreme wrestling, I used to watch world wrestling council mm -hmm. and, um, I used to see incredible, like I knew who, uh, Sabio Vega was before he came to WWE. I knew him as TNT. Yeah. I used to see pictures of this guy in the mags. You know, like the black and white magazines, the sure. after magazines, you know, and sure. I'd be like, who's that guy? And then when he when he actually did show up as Savio Vega, I didn't even make a connection that that was the same bloody guy that I'd be seeing in, you know, the, the wrestler and, you know, those other magazines like that. I remember um, really great uh, wars between TNT and uh, there was a wrestler by the name of Hercules Ayala, mm -hmm. uh, Carlos Colon. Um, I mean, you can go on and on, it, it, but it was very bloody and, and very, uh, it was real. It felt very real. It was like, like even even more so than, um, call it uh, NWA back then. And when I was a kid, I thought NWA wrestling was real as well. So um, that crowd doesn't get to see. I mean, they, 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 and they love their wrestling. They fucking love their, their goddamn wrestling. Um, so now we know that we know the WWE can't do a ton of blood nowadays, but they can still give them the, the match style that they, that they like. So Bruiser, Bruiser Brody, by the way, was a big name in Puerto Rico as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until. All right. Well, anyway, we don't need to go down that well-traveled road, but, um, so yeah, like, so what I was noticing is that the people out there, they don't know how to work. Right. And they have all their shit pre-planned out to the T. So they're not going to take advantage of how to, you know, work a crowd like that. Most of them probably never even, um, been there before or certainly not, uh, wrestled there. So they were just going to have their match, however, and you could hear how the crowd would get into certain parts of the match, and then the match would lose the crowd a little bit because they weren't keeping up with the rhythm. Anytime somebody got some like a comeback going with some punches or something, then the crowd would get hype, and then they would just go into their spot, and the crowd would kind of get a little less hype. Um, so just knowing like how to sort of read that room and have those people in the palm of your hand if they're gonna go there on a right. yearly basis sure they all need special training so you're gonna need to bring savio down to the pc and do some classes um you know what i mean uh because th that's i think that would take that show to the next level if they end up going back there every sure. year sure I, I think it'd be great man and just so you know who if you guys don't know this the story of bruiser brody in uh puerto rico 
this is where he lost his I forgot the name of the guy that killed him. Was it uh was it the invader? I yes. I forgot his real name, but um Jose something. But the invader basically stabbed <laughs> Bruce Brody the deaf in the locker room. And uh I mean it was it's some real fucking shit. My father wrestled a couple of times there and he he didn't enjoy it. You know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think John Moxley would get over very well there. Much as he likes to bleed, um, and I know that Carlos, uh, I know Colón is still running shows down there. Um, I would tell you that that uh, speaking of Puerto Rican legends, uh, who is uh, who would you consider to be the biggest Puerto Rican legend wrestler? Pedro Morales, probably. Uh, well, you mean overall, like, like the, overall, the yeah. biggest wrestling star overall to come from Puerto Rico? Everybody would know. Would it be Cologne, or would you consider uh, Pedro Morales? Uh, Cologne didn't really have a big run here, right? That, that I remember. So probably be so, Pedro Morales, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he used to. Uh, he used to come down to Pitt Street, Lower East Side, looking for my aunt Thelma. Aunt Thelma was a very uh, tall, curvy woman. And uh, I vaguely, vaguely remember him being around him as a very small child. So that was crazy. But he was, uh, I don't know, I thought he was a nice guy. Anyway, Puerto Rico Puerto Rico wrestling is awesome, man. And uh, if you guys like being stabbed, uh, definitely book yourself a match there. Book yourself some work. Uh, not a ton of pro wrestling news. We could just jump into NXT. Uh, Bobby Fish. I'll just throw this out there. It's just like a quick rapid fire. Bobby Fish says uh, CM Punk AEW situation. An example why wrestling is taking a wrong turn. He's trying to get a job back with WWE, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Good luck. Um, Homicide says he wanted to wrestle Cody Rhodes uh, if he went to WWE, which that ain't going to ever happen. A uh, quick, quick question for you, man. Trinity Fatu, she's uh, she's already now established herself in Impact Wrestling. What do you think of her run so far there? She did one promo. Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting to see. And uh, apparently, Dwayne Johnson tells a story of how basically uh, pro wrestling saved uh, his relationship with his daughter and how it brought them together. <laughs> oh, but we don't need to report that story. Yeah. You can just. Uh... Go look it up on one of these sites if you want to hear it. Lastly, um, and this is the last story, uh, in connection with Puerto Rico, Damian Priest says that Dominic Mysterio has stepped out of his father's shadow in the WWE. Do you agree with that? What? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck no. He would. No one would want to even... <clears throat> no one would want to see this kid if his dad wasn't there. And he and he's and as soon as he tries to move on to something else, you're gonna see that, because the reason that people are getting the the okay, look, can I just look? I understand that Hameen Media Group is recently affiliated with guys like Conan and Keeping It One Hundred and all those wonderful people over there, and I know that that is a big Conan and Ray and that whole family are very tight and everything. So I'm not gonna try to cause any friction because what I'm saying has nothing to do with the people involved. It's not about what they're. It's not about anything about them personally. But to me, the situation here that you see with Dominic, where everybody's saying, you know, oh look at all the heat that he's getting. I think people are doing it just to do it ironically the same way they chant for 
Seth Rollins's theme song or what whatever they're doing that they get to try to get over and be part of the show. Right. They see people booing Dominic and they're like, "Oh, it's but it's time to boo Dominic." You know what I mean? Like it's not like they really care about him, what he's doing or any real heat there. They're just being part of the show as best they can, right? So right. As soon as he splits off from doing stuff with his dad and tries to get into a program with another wrestler, that's going to cool off. I don't know, man. I, I Not that I disagree with you. I, I, I like to wait and see a little bit because I, I I have seen a development in Dominic's, uh, I guess, charisma as a bad guy. He's, he's a very smarmy. Um, he, I, th- I don't know, man. I think the kid is, is coming into it. I think he's coming into his own. He's nowhere out of the shadow of his father. I agree with you. He, at, at best he's still got like at least a whole leg in the shadow <laughs> he's I, I, not stepped completely out he's still got one foot firmly planted in the shadow and he's using other things too like now he's not only is he not stepped out of the shadow of his father he's got the other foot in eddie guerrero's shadow did you see his haircut on monday night raw for fuck's sake what the eddie guerrero uh mullet? he's got he's literally got the eddie guerrero mullet from like 96 like <laughs> a great haircut dude what do you want from him hey i'm just saying he's not becoming his own man yet right so you know i look forward to the day when he's able to right but right now he's definitely riding several gravy trains well i mean and he's attached to rhea ripley who's got a rocket right. um so plot, right yeah like show me where dominic's getting over on his own please with respect. I'm not saying that he's getting over on his own. I'm just saying that he has potential. Okay. To get over That's on the his worst own. don't that that's a that's almost a slur in professional wrestling, well, right? Untapped potential. That's you know, they 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 said they said that uh, A Train had potential for it's how many years? Train. How many years did they oh, say wow. he has potential and he's still teaching all those p- people uh, that potential down in uh, the performance center to this very day which may be why NXT's in the shape it's in potential wow bro okay speaking about potential before we go uh do you remember uh mark jindrak yes he's talking about uh making a return to wrestling what's the matter he doesn't like living in mexico anymore i don't know he had quite a, a career in mexico a lot of people may not know that i think he really wrestled for cmm cmll right was it i don't think he ever stopped working he still wrestles there I thought, I mean, last I heard, but I, I, you know, I, I haven't been keeping up totally, but I, I did not know that. Uh, let me see, Mark Jindrak. Uh, apparently, yeah. Oh well, let me see. It says he's he won the CML CMLL title for, uh, in 2017, holding it for one year. Um, no, it doesn't show that he's working currently. So, eh, whatever. I mean, that's a guy that had potential. He can do a leapfrog. He can sure fucking do a leapfrog. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's <laughs> that's the news. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for NXT 2.4. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT 
Ladies and gentlemen, the night is headlined by a main event, Braun Breaker versus Trick Williams. But also we have the women's, as you see behind me, if you're watching on uh, Channel Attitude, the women's world title tournament begins tonight with two, uh, I thought, pretty damn good matches between two, uh, between uh, four lovely young women. Uh, and one of the women uh, we're going to talk about right now, uh, we kicked the show off at with uh, with who? Um, Tiffany Stratton. Mm-hmm. And? Gigi Dolan. Okay. Before you say anything, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now. I feel Gigi Dolan uh, has slowed down quite a bit. From what? From what she was doing uh, uh, two years ago, a year ago. Biting a rose? And I realized why. Okay. Now, I am not a fit man. Most people would say I'm I'm a fat bastard. And now I'm old, apparently. I'm an old man, apparently. Mm-hmm. But Gigi Dolan, my dear, um, I noticed that more and more her, her lower extremities, her belly, is hanging out of her gear uncomfortably. Uh, she is moving slower in the ring. And uh, I don't know like, what what the hell. What do you think is going on with Gigi? Mm. I mean, well, I mean, uh, look when you when you're getting that WWE money as opposed to trying to make no, a living off. No, of no, 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 no. NXT money. That's not WWE money. If you would just let me finish. Oh shit. Because NXT doesn't actually cut any checks. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it's still WWE. Right. And when you're making that money compared to your independent booking money and trying to live on that, you know, when you can actually afford food, you know, sometimes you kind of pack on a couple pounds. Okay. You think that's good for TV? No. Okay. Well, for some it is. I mean, I mean, you, you guys and your Nikita Lions is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? It's different with her, though. Well, I mean, it is, but I'm just saying, with Gigi's trying to work her way up to a Nikita Lions, <laughs> she's not even close yet, but just saying, it's the journey to Nikita Lions starts with a couple of pounds. Well, Gigi uh, lost to Tiffany Stratton. And uh, I think Tiffany Stratton uh, made this a good match between the two girls. Uh, what stuck out to you in this match, if anything, as Tiffany Stratton, uh, she advances to the next round of the women's title tournament? Sloppy. Fucking sloppy. They were, you know, we're not even talking about Gigi's looks anymore. It's what's actually happening in the normally, um, you know, Tiffany's stuff, like at least looks somewhat athletic. Mm-hmm. But here, it just looked a little bit off. Just some timing things, some spacing things. Mm. Just not really working well together for whatever reason. I couldn't hazard a guess as to why. But it clearly... I don't think it's something that most fans would probably take much notice of. But to me, I was just like, oh, it's... I'm sure... Right. I'm sure they went back to the locker room and were like, uh, they probably didn't feel great about it. Right. Um, but most people probably wouldn't notice anything. Yeah. So I, I, that, that's what I noticed. Um, they tried hard. 
I would say. This didn't even really go that long, did it? it I don't was... think so. It was maybe five five minutes, if that, maybe seven minutes, if I'm correct. Uh, you know if your NXT match doesn't go through a break, it can't be that long. It's not that long. Um, not speaking of Matt Riddle. Um, but, um, yeah, it's... Uh, see, I blame Gigi for this one. Uh, watching this match I, I i was i was really keeping an eye on her and what she was doing and everything seemed uh, like i said not, you know step counting you know when you're dancing and you're, you're counting your steps when you're learning how to dance it seems like she's doing it all over again like she's counting her steps um she's hesitating on certain moves she she doesn't she's not finding herself i i see that she's out of out of position a lot of times so a lot of her moves like her her kicks to the head and stuff like that there's a hesitation and it doesn't look as good. It's slow. Um, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe, she, okay. she, she in this match, you know, of the two of them, she's the grizzled young veteran. Right. So when huh. your grizzled young veteran is fucking up, what is a, you know, what is the newer kid on the block supposed to do? She's got to follow along, but she's following somebody that doesn't know where they're going. So that's probably why you get what you get. Yeah, I don't think there's a future for a singles run for Gigi Dolan unless she, I think her and her JCJ need to reform that tag team eventually. Then there's money in it, but I don't think these girls separate are going to do anything. I'm sorry. This is what it is. That's what I feel. Um, don't know how you really. All right. Uh, so what happened next? Hmm. Um. Let's see. What happened next was, uh, well, Tiffany hit the uh, prettiest moonsault ever for the win, so she's going to advance. Uh, Gallus walks, okay, and then, uh, you know, while we're trying to not to fall asleep during that, they cut to the schism, and then uh, it shows them scheming, you know, schism so scheming. You know? Schism scheming. Yeah, something like... Uh, they should call themselves the SS. Oh, no, I know, forget, okay. can't do that. Can't Don't want to do that. Um... But yeah, you see, uh, you know, Gacy and Ava hang back mm. and are like, you know, he's like, hey, I thought about what you said and you should go out there and I got some other stuff to attend to right. kind of deal. Right. So right. they're banging, right? Yeah, probably. And then um, speaking of banging, here we got mm. the barbershop again. Mm. Trick and mellow at the barbershop. What do you got to, what do you, what do you comments on this one, Ray? Got a big problem with this one. So. Oh. As uh, Trick is in there, he's like, I need you to shake me up. I'm going to have a, a fight tonight. You know, so he's, he's there for a haircut. And he clearly left without the haircut or a shave. That's what I have to say about that. No just, taking, just taking up people's take, <laughs> taking up people's spot uh, and wearing a hat like to top it all off, literally. Uh, adding insult to it. Like, Not only am I not going to get a cut, I'm going to wear a hat in the chair. If you're in a barbershop, you should be in the barber's chair, at least making believe they're shaping you up. That's all I got to say. That's all it's ever going to be. So. All right. I have nothing to add. Uh, Not you, you want to put. All right. All right. Um, so uh, next is the dyad versus Gallus. In a, in a, in a, in a, in a battle of. A team that has to be released and a team that I wish was released. <laughs> They're both still here. They're both still here. One of them is the champs. Did you have did you have a problem with Gallus walking in the lights? Mm, 
what do you mean i mean you use the hashtag turn off the lights for impact, oh because right? because everywhere they're going there's green everywhere somehow what the fuck is that about I don't push the hashtag as much for NXT because everything's fucked. I think they should just bulldoze the whole thing to the ground and start over. But Call it TNX. Yeah. But Impact is always just like this close to being pretty good. So like that's why I give them those little tips and try to push them in the right direction. And it seems to be working. Um, nothing was working in this, though. I wrote down that uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Luke Gallows couldn't have more chin locks in it than this fucking match did. That's a lot of chin locks. Think um, so? You didn't? Um, Maybe you were just trying to survive on the subway so, while you were while you had this match on, but I don't want to get choked out. So here's the deal, Gallus. Listen, when when they're on the TV screen, uh, I am turned off a bit, quite a bit, to be honest with you, Gallus. Um, Gallus. The dyad, I don't hate them at all, actually. For some reason, Jagger Reed, which is that the smaller guy? Or Rip Fowler? I don't know which one's which. Well, the smaller guy. I know he, them as Zach Gibson and James Drake. That's how I'll, I, I can never remember yeah. which of their phony names, which are, I think those are, I think James Drake's name is not James Drake, but whatever. But whenever I look at that kid, the smaller guy, I think of uh, Lost My Smile, Shawn Michaels. Kind of looks like him a lot. Uh, can't wrestle like him, but you know. Anyway, um, I like those guys. I, I I like the dyad. I actually do. Yeah. I like them as a tag team, I think they're very good. Um, and I think they made this match decent to watch. Um, well, they that, tried, but they, yeah, they tried. It's gallus, um, but they, I mean, th they did do a lot of chin locks. And um, I mean, this shit goes off the rails. You got fucking. Uh, yeah, what are the what are the what are these uh, Ivy Nile backstage with fucking the Creed brothers and the Creed brothers now? What are they? Yeah, they show a balls? picture in picture. They show a picture in picture right. during the match of them coming up with the the the, uh, the Creed brothers come up with the they're like the the schism masks, but they're blue instead of yellow, and they try to play a prank on Ivy, and she's like, "What are you fucking idiots doing? Quit fucking around, motherfucker." Right. That's basically what she said. She didn't say it like that, but that's what she meant. Okay, I don't know. Are they making these guys like goofballs now? Is that what this is? Like, are they? Were they ever not? Ugh. Well, one of them's Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I like that kid though. The other ones, the other ones, Jack Swagger. If he was good, it's Jake Swagger, Jack's yeah, brother. So. Um, look, man, uh, this shit goes off the rails. Uh, fucking, what's her name? Ava, Ava Rain, Ava Rain. Uh, Ivy now attacks Ava Rain. Uh, everybody's all fucking all over the place, like paying attention to what's going on there. While that happens, fucking Gallus hits their uh, whatever they call it, the doom drop or whatever the fuck <laughs> they want to call it. They I had a name for it. I did not catch it, and I did not care to rewind it. Nah, neither did I. Uh, boot of boot of doom. Let's call it that. The boot of doom. The boot sure. of doom. And did you notice this? Okay, so like sure. you would say that even as much as we don't like Gallus, it doesn't it seem like they've been positioned like we're supposed to like them. Like here they are against obvious heels and it seems like people are like putting them like they should be the heroes in a feud with Pretty Deadly or right. whoever else. It's like you're supposed we're trying to get them over as like tough baby faces. This crowd was not having it. They were booing them when they came out. They booed them during the fucking match, and they booed them when they won. 
Oh, there was one point where one of the guys was one of the uh, Gallus guys was standing at the corner, kind of like you know hyping up. I think the crowd was kind of rooting for them a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I, but there sure. was definitely like a pocket that was trying to overtake. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Um, which yeah. you'll be sitting in when you eventually move to Florida. You will be booing Gallus if they're still there. They won't be. I don't think they'll be there that long. I don't. I don't know for sure. Listen, dude. Um, Gallus wins. Um, this was all set up. You had fucking the, the Italian mafia sitting on the. What are they standing up at the crow's nest? What do they call that thing? Is that was crow's nest. That's the technical <laughs> term for it. I don't know if NXT has a name for it. Uh, all right, what do you got next, man? I don't know. All right. Um, Bullshit. So, uh, Javier Bernal, big body Javi. That's my gonna, boy. He's going to pay a visit to Chase U. I love here. this kid. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's going to start talking shit to uh, Thea Hale. And uh, she's going to go, ooh. Oh. And then uh, right at the right time, Duke Hudson's going to pop in, the MVP. And, um, you know, he's going to defend the honor of himself i mean chase you and then sure. uh they're gonna have a match he's gonna hook up a match so it's gonna be big body javi versus duke i didn't know she was dating a talk show guy what's his name um that he does a talk show now we talk we'll talk about that later what's his name nathan fraser yeah i didn't know they were dating yeah that's so cute they make a very cute couple by the way yeah also not on this show it's just uh if you know on social media they uh they've done it i don't think they ever appeared in the same room on this show no no not at all uh chasey a big body javi let's talk about this kid man all right it's gonna be all you i'm just saying why why is he not world uh, and nxt world champion i don't know well no seriously what does this kid not have besides a little size Size a little size and you know any general skill or come on you don't think he's good you don't think he's good wrestler what you don't uh, think he's charismatic the kid no oh come on you are you serious yes nah he's, man I, I'm not even being he's like, getting this material here. he's he's getting this material I think big body hobbies all I bought his Christmas album you didn't. I sure fucking did. It doesn't exist. It does you exist. You didn't buy it. You it's wouldn't have right bought it over if it here. Did. If I could Let's fucking just, if you could just simply hold it up. What's well, tethered? This is tethered, so I can't move from here. But you said it was right there. It's, it's over there. I said I pointed. It's it's a big room. Uh it's it's I, there. It's along with my other Christmas albums, with the Chipmunk Christmas albums. The guy couldn't even say his own pun right when he was talking about the christmas right. album that was that was he that said was he said felice navidad instead of felice Havidad, right. which is the obvious thing and he screwed that up so oh, it's, it's part of his gimmick come on no i don't think it is all right what do we got next oh so um, duke hudson uh fights javier yeah. bernard yeah one. later yeah later well he's gonna see if he can get that match made well it's not that hard <laughs> Yeah, I guess not, because it's almost next. Oh. Uh, so we come up with, uh, or was this scene from earlier today? I didn't catch that if it was. Because um, they did that a f- couple of times here. It might have been. They, they need to do the little uh, timestamp gimmick, you know, with the time running down. Right. So that we Todd Brantley it. says, it's Felice Navi, Todd, get it right. Okay, yeah, well, don't tell me, tell Javi, I'm not the one. Yeah, yeah Todd. Uh. 
Yeah, so a hooded figure watches footage of the parking lot victims. Oh. I missed this actually. Any any guesses? You just see somebody it's like it's like one of those super villain scenes where they're like watching the monitors, but all it is is the monitors of Nikita Lyons, Wendy Chu, and who was the third girl that got hurt? Um Don't remember. But I'll yeah, they're all cr- they're all crying, and then there's somebody that's wearing a hoodie. You sh- you see them from the back, and then uh, they're watching it, and that's it. It just cuts. I'm starting to think it's it's actually Nikita Lyons. She's even watching though, herself cry in the parking lot. And- even the, no, I think even though she was the one that got initially hurt, if you remember that, I think she's the one they're gonna bring her in as a bat as a as a as a as a heel. I, I just have that gut feeling. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you? You trying to write a swerve for some movie starring Ashley Judd and Morgan Freeman from the early two thousands or something? Like, anyway, you can make uh, me get up and get my album. I, I, I wouldn't mind. You've gotten up to get well, packages before. You put up pictures of Scott Woodford. No. Well, my back You've, uh, too. My back is hurting a lot. All right, so I don't want to. Oh God, yeah, I can't get. Up. Well, this will this will this will make you feel better because here's <sighs> Big Body Javi versus Duke. The match. My knee hurts too. Um, I, uh, hey man, Duke is over, man, with the NXT crowd, right? Um, this is the most uh, the most popular he's been. We've said this over and over again. I thought Javier Bernardo. See, you and I have a have a, diff, a differing a difference in opinion when it comes to Javier Bernardo. I think the kid is great. Uh, but you know what the fuck do I know? I've, I've never uh, actually wrestled in front of a crowd, but. From what I see, I enjoy him quite quite a bit, but he does take the razor's edge and, and lose uh, this match clean. Um, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed watching the match. I was into the match between the two. I thought um, also Big Body Javi, even the, being much a much smaller competitor, kind of worked his size in this match. Um, he sold uh, whatever Duke was doing really well, I thought. So, I don't know. I, I like the kid. I think the kid has a ton of potential and uh yeah i know i know fan but uh but yeah man this is uh this is about duke hudson and uh you know he called it duke university again so we'll see yeah and and when he said when he said something like that uh in the backstage part javi said is that a little freudian slip there i have a i have a question for you and this is this is speaking about the next um part of the show how do you take a potentially very serious storyline right that could possibly turn a monster into a very well-loved baby face and fuck it all up and make it goofy Anything can happen in the WWE. Drink my coffee while you answer this question. <laughs> exactly. You know how. Oh, that's how? the only. Th- that's the only. That's the only way they could handle something like this. Where, where, what you and I see as a as an opportunity to like really get into somebody's character and make something real in this whole bullshit sport. They see as an opportunity to fuck around, like make a joke of it, dude. This a literal joke, not just like we're not talking about. We're not. We're not talking about like, oh, they didn't do this right. They had this fucking guy. It wasn't even like a wrestler. 
Like, you couldn't even put the heat on a wrestler. You just had some guy that appeared to be working backstage. Well, what and when he about? walks by, when when uh, when when Von Wagner walks by, this guy's like, hey, man, I heard you want to get ahead or something like that. So, first of all, that's the level of writing that you got. Second of all, you put the heat on a guy that doesn't exist. He's not like a wrestler. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, Big Body Javi said it or something like that. It's another thing if it's just some guy that's there just to get his you know grabbed up by the collar and uh and shoved against the wall or whatever listen brother so for those that don't understand robert stone is walking backstage with von wagner and they're just like opening up to well von wagner's opening up to him what's your favorite ice cream yeah they they did the rapid fire what's your you know yeah, mint chocolate Name chip. Name your favorite what? stuff. You know, chocolate chip cookie dough. What the fuck he says? This is going back and forth. And then it goes from, from talking ice cream. Robert Robert Stone just happens to have a fucking picture of this dude as a baby with giant scars on his face. Come on. So so you so you took this picture out of his photo album and carried it around with you without his no his knowledge or permission, just so you could spring it on him in the middle of a game of uh, rapid fire, answer the question of what's your favorite ice cream slash uh whatever else he was asking him they just they just ruined this like in one 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 fell swoop one fell swoop you fucking ruined this whole fucking thing like it's done it's it's stupid now to me one fucking fell swoop with one line like vet said you want to get i heard you were the head of the class or something like that the fuck he said Shut the fuck up, bro. This is just... God damn it, man. I don't get it, dude. You have fucking Shawn Michaels back there. Like, does he... Did did we overestimate Shawn Michaels' promo ability in the 90s? Like... I don't know what happened to Shawn Michaels. Well, it, it actually emotionally drains me sometimes when I see something that has tons of potential, like this Von Wagner thing. Because you could, you could have taken this a fucking serious way uh, down down a serious road, really earn. You know, like it's very hard to 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 sympathize a, a six foot six, three hundred pound killing machine who looks like a killer, who looks like a monster. He's not even a bad-looking guy. He just has the big brow, you know? Great look. Everything. Everything you want in the wrestler, the guy has probably. And he has wrestling blood in him. His dad being a former, uh, you know, pro wrestler. So I, I I just don't know why they do this over and over and over again, man. It's just, it's, 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 it's the, what do they say? The, the, the definition of insanity doing the same thing wrong over and over again expecting a different outcome i don't think they expect a different outcome well they're stupid then vet i know that's just ridiculous well, spiteful is the how thing do, but how because you, when you when you have so much money that it doesn't matter you can afford to fuck around bro that's why they're in the state they're in and everybody congratulates them for selling for billions of dollars or making all these you know overseas deals to do shows in saudi arabia all these things that bring money in and stuff and it's like yeah you could do even more than that yeah you could have sold for a lot more than nine billion dollars you could have made even more money doing overseas shows at other 
countries and other things. You, There's so much more potential that they cut off right. just because this is Vince McMahon's toy box and he's fostered a culture over 40 years of people being horrible to each other for his entertainment. And he just so happens to make a decent buck off of that. But he could make a real buck if he knew how to actually promote anything. Do you realize that any, literally anything Vince McMahon has ever done outside of the business that he got from his father? Failure. Absolute failure. And that should tell you something. Let me see what Mike Barnes says here. He says, do you guys think that maybe these older guys have checked out and now Justin for, for paycheck? Um, all of all the hard work they've already put. So, so what you're basically asking is he's asking those uh, on audio is if you think that basically these guys are just in it for the paycheck and that they've earned the, the you know, earned cool. the fact that they could just dial it in, I guess you would say. Well, if you were just phoning it in for a paycheck, then the show would just be boring. It wouldn't be aggressively stupid. It right. takes just as much effort to make a show this bad as it right. would to make a good show. Agree. Like, if, if, if there was no effort and everybody was phoning it in, then they wouldn't even have all these backstage, you know, post, you know, post-produced, pre-taped, all this extra stuff that they do. They would just be like, ah, here's a match. Uh, here's another match. Uh, here's another match. And we're done. Like, right. that would look totally different. They're going out of their way to be dicks and to shoot vignettes and stuff that make people look bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. What do we got next, man? Uh, Eddie Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> on, on topic? <laughs> yep. That's what it's all about, folks. Eddie Thorpe. Yeah. He's leaning more and more into the Indian gimmick, though. Oh, Native American gimmick. Is he? Yeah, I guess. Oh, a lot more dancing. A lot more rain dancing out there. Anyway. Well, before we get to his full match, he just oh, makes right. an entrance here. Mm. Uh, then we get Gallus, and they run into Diamond Mine in the NXT kitchen. Of course they do. And they say something about... I, I didn't write any notes, but I I remember them saying something about going to the bar, champions only. Just stay out of our business. That's what they said. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So then who, who, who comes in next to face uh, Eddie Thorpe? Damon Kemp. Bless you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, he's got. Did you notice his little singlet had? Um, it was like Cyborg Superman. A giant belly the, hanging out of it. Oh, um, yo, that yeah. that too, that too. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely had an homage to Death of Superman post. You know the Cyborg Superman. He had half like metal thing and half red and blue. Did you notice Damon the Kemp DK logo? oiled himself up like he was uh, jacked? Yes, I did. <laughs> God damn, this guy. I... He's already short. Now he's short and fat. Are we supposed to take him serious? I don't know. And he's greasy. Very greasy. And he's, he's like Superman. 
like a fucking he like a, he like a like you know when you when you have spam and you just and it plops out and it has the gelatin mm-hmm. all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I don't want to spend time on this. Eddie Thorpe hits some fucking jumping racist chop to the forehead <laughs> onto the ground. Oh, he's him. been doing that for years. He oh, did that long boy. before he came here. That's his finish, huh? Uh, no, but I guess it was tonight because the tomahawk. That it was a tomahawk. A, a tomahawk. No one's ever, no one's ever been pinned by that that I saw. Uh, yeah, but this time, yep. Um, that's probably a rib. They probably saw him doing that, and they was like, "Hey, kid, that should be your finish." And <laughs> like in, in, in the notes here, in the notes here, whoever wrote this article. Um, says Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Thorpe wins with a with an elbow drop. They didn't even give him the. T- How do you see an elbow drop out of this thing? Well, he did do an elbow drop, but it, he 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 like it was like a weird scissoring motion where he came down with the elbow. Like I said, this is if you've watched this well, guy it was a before. Combo move. It was kind of a combo. If uh, if you've seen this guy before, which you probably haven't, then you've seen him do this move, but. Um, you would have seen it in New Japan Strong. Speaking of New Japan Strong, the referee in this match was this dork referee that's been working those New Japan shows in the States and stuff. With his stupid haircut and his stupid yeah. refing skills and a stupid face. He looks like he's 11? Yeah, but he's like a six foot two eleven. <laughs> 11 he's tall, year old. He's way taller than, than, than the other wrestlers in the ring? Usually, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like him as a ref. But, uh, anyway... I'm gonna, like you said, I'm just gonna throw this up here real quick because I, I got to see what the hell it was. Let me just fast forward. That was a headlock. Yeah, that, that was a hold. All right, is this the finish here? No, oh, this is the finish. Okay, so this is a. Uh... <laughs> Why is he? What was he doing? I don't know. Like man. nothing even came of him having the apron in his hand, and then he goes and put it back. Yeah, why do you put it back? I don't know. And those right, jerks here, here it is. All right, so this is it. He does that gimmick. Is it an elbow drop? Or... Oh, yeah. it was an elbow drop. Yeah. Let me see that again. Let me see. Hold on. Here we go. And, and he goes off. He does. Hush. What the fuck? See, he did this. He did like a jumping pose right. and came down with an elbow drop interesting huh so now again just to reiterate he's been doing this move for several years however i've never seen him beat somebody with it so i i i'm guessing that as a rib someone told him that should be his finish anyway my light just turned off okay that's uh all right hashtag i need a new light bulb all right, uh, Mackenzie's backstage, and she's got Kiana James there. Why? Uh, she wants to interview her before the match. We're actually hearing from all of the uh, participants in this tournament. Mm. As a matter of fact, I didn't mention it, but during the Tiffany and Gigi match, they had insert promos from each of them. So like, as they're making their entrance, they got the little window of Tiffany, right. and then they bring it up to full screen, and she does her promo, and then back, and then same thing with Gigi. She gets an insert promo, and then... Back to the match. And so this was... Kiana's not going to get an insert promo. She's going to get a live mic with Mackenzie. And she says something like, um, 
you know, I had a great rookie year, and year two is going to start with me as NXT Women's Champ, basically. Something like that. I still don't know why they don't do this anymore. I do always, I, I always, um, what's that? Do what? Uh, where, where they actually have the, uh, the promo window. What is it called? A promo window? Yeah, I call it like the insert, the insert promo. Yeah, I don't know why they, they don't, uh, they don't do that much anymore. They used to see it a lot during the Saturday and Sunday morning wrestling shows. Yeah, absolutely. Like you would have, <laughs> I mean, let me see. I mean, there may be some people that don't know what the hell we're talking about, but it's, it's basically like the little, you know what, I have it here. Here we go. See, like that? You have the Undertaker. He's cutting a promo. Oh, yeah. He's wrestling the match. They, they're doing, doing a promo during their own match. Like right here. See, Shawn Michaels. Vincent, Vincent Man would be like, let's hear from Shawn Michaels. And then he'll be like, hey, the heartbreak kid's going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell the Indian kid in NXT to do an elbow drop as a finisher. And then <laughs> like, all right. And back to the action now. Papa Shango. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, we, we get it, Ray. We get it. People did promos back then and oh, they still that? do it now. And whoa, what was that about? I don't know what the hell that was. That was a. Hey, look who it is. Harvey Whippleman. All right. Dr. Harvey. Remember when uh, Harvey uh, was uh, Howard Finkel would say it, but he'd say it like disgustedly. He'd be like, mm -hmm. and now Dr. Harvey. <laughs> it's like, Listen, uh, yeah. he, he was, uh, what's his name? Uh, the ring announcer. He was just Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel's greatest, greatest announcer of all time. We talked about this after he passed away. He's the greatest announcer of all time, any sport, yeah. any occasion. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And no, um, Michael Buffer does not hold a candle to him. No. No. Uh, so uh, Ilya Dragunov enters for mm -hmm. his match. This you know, match may be like, ooh, I, I have stuff. something special for you here. Go ahead. All right. Well, hold up. Yeah, I got you. So, so that, this this was a funny this was a funny promo to me. Uh, Braun is sitting in his uh, locker room, mm -hmm. and Mackenzie walks in, uh, which is dangerous because you might see a dick. Uh, but uh, yo, I thought the same fucking thing, dude. Did you not? Yeah, I, like, I swear to God, I'm like, what the fuck? This he's changing. But this is NXT locker room, so much oh. like the kitchen, it's totally PG. You're not going to see a penis here. Answer. Yeah, there's there is no shower there. They got a shower at home, mm. uh, but they do have a locker room just so you can like put your bag and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. You won't be getting dressed though, not there, because mm -hmm. Mackenzie might walk in at any moment. So anyway, she comes in and she's like, "Um, Bron, why the change in attitude?" And mm. he's like, "I didn't have a change of attitude. I just stopped caring." Which the first thing I thought of was like, well, that's technically that, that's kind of a change in change attitude. That's yeah. it's literally the definition of a change in attitude. But let's get past that. Then he proceeds to go on to all the stuff he did in NXT, which is basically like a list of accolades and then says, and what did that get me? Nothing. And I'm like, so having everything got you nothing. Okay. Now, if they had done the heel turn after mm -hmm. the draft happened. Right. Then he could have said, I did all this shit for NXT and I just have to sit here and stay in NXT while these, these guys on Raw and SmackDown that I could beat to a pulp, they're the ones that are going to get picked over me. Like he could have cut that promo, but instead 
now he just sounds stupid because he's like what did being at the what did being a top guy ever get me nothing <laughs> it's like oh it got you being the top guy i don't know how anybody could have got higher than you so your promo doesn't make sense like many steiner promos it doesn't make any sense when you actually no. break down what he says not at all so i just i thought that was that gave me a a, a chuckle i don't know how you felt about it oh. but always make gives me a chuckle right. cockle in the cockles of my heart you said cock mm-hmm. just make sure mckenzie's not around okay uh all right so donovan dijack uh makes his entrance and now mm-hmm. we have dijack versus dragon off here yeah. um go ahead and give your thoughts on this well i i i, I this is a, one of the matches i quite enjoyed okay. um now we all know you know dijack they go back and forth. Uh, Ilya Dragunov is just a fucking monster, you know. When it comes to you know the pain and all this other shit, also undrafted, also undrafted, but um, a huge for the first time on W on NXT TV, we have a Tony Khan making this debut. I don't know if you guys have been on. So have you been on social media? Have you seen this? No, Tony Khan. So Dijak, do you remember when Dijak was um, took the stairs and he pinned down? Uh, he got disqualified, obviously, which I, I didn't mind this. It, it's it's far and few between the times that we see a heel just lose it and hit somebody with a chance. They fuck it and throw the referee and stuff. We haven't seen that in, in a while. And he pins Dragon off down. So as this is happening, okay, and I'm going to put up this video, we're going to see a close-up of Dijak and Tony Khan in the background. I want you to look right over Dijak's shoulder. Tony Khan. Here we go. Did you catch Tony Khan? Yes, I did. He was—he's uh, clearly doing a shout out to the acclaimed here. Tony Khan in the background, just uh, looking, looking. What do they call that? Look at the looking the twat. Or, yeah, let me see. Put the—I I actually singled the picture out of Tony Khan. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Sizzle me, daddy. This was um, this kid is banned from <laughs> for going to. I hope it was worth it, kid. It would have been worth it for me. He'll just get a haircut at that barbershop that Mello goes to, and then think so? uh, he'll come back and no one will recognize him. Yeah. That was fucking hell. I was watching this shit on the train. I said, let me screen record this shit. And I'm thinking to myself, nobody else noticed this. Literally, as I get home and I'm I'm fucking setting this up just to get this this little clip in. You know, as I'm setting it up. And I'm taking a little screenshots. I uh, <laughs> I go to the internet, and I'm I'm about to put up. A, oh, this is gonna get over. Nobody's seen this. Nobody noticed that. It was everywhere, and they were saying it was Tony Khan. So, and he was trending. <laughs> so that's great. That's great. Oh boy. So Ilya Dragunov uh, wins by disqualification. Yeah, um, DQ for the chair. He's mm-hmm. the first he throws the ref around, like love it. in the like. Yeah, he's just like, here, you go sit over here in the corner. So he should. And I don't even know if the ref disqualified him for hitting the guy with the chair or for throwing him down in the first place. But he definitely called for the bell. A little bit of everything, I think. A little bit of everything. He continues beating him up afterwards, and then he like puts the stairs on him mm-hmm. and just stands there. Ugh. Like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. yeah. 
All right. Uh, Wesley interrupts Tyler's meditation. Mm. Why don't they just say they're smoking weed? Why do they have to allude to it? That's incense. God, it's not fucking incense. It's marijuana. Well, Tyler Tyler Bate seems like the kind of guy that would burn one of those sticks. Nah, man. He's the type of dude that, that lights a DB, man. Lights a do you think DB. He's the type of, do you think he's the type of person to send a helicopter to an untrustworthy female? Yes. Um, On Danny Palmer's Twitter. Ooh. Danny Palmer. Well, not shut up, Danny. Danny, <laughs> the great Danny Palmer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I think this was the official NXT account, oh. but it's showing Danny Palmer mm. and Hank and the Tank are congratulating her on her debut against uh, uh, Paxum Tately sure, from last not? week. You remember this? Yeah, I remember this. I'm just playing. Come on, man. All right. And <laughs> and Hank and, and and so the country duo's there too, and they're like. She's like, she's like, got any tips? And then uh, yeah, right Josh Briggs is like, yeah, just uh, keep doing stuff and getting reps. Yeah. And she's like, thanks. Thanks, Josh Briggs. And then Hank and Tank are like, hey, we should have a match with you guys. We need more reps. And that, yeah. And that, and that's how, that's how this match came to be. It's a variation. It's a, it's a modern variation on the old coffee pot match. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's the, where it's the joke that wrestlers would make about how this match came about. It's like they they both go to get a coffee at the same time, bump into each other, and it's like let's have a match. So, well, one coffee has to spill on said right. other wrestler. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, Interesting. So that was this, but we're not getting this yet. Before no. we get that, oh, we're no. getting a, a Charlie Dempsey versus Tyler Bate. I couldn't give a shit about. That. I'm I'm serious. I didn't really give two shits about this match. Um, I watched it. Uh, okay. Charlie Dempsey wins. Yes, have to. Yeah, Joe Gacy comes out. Right. And he looks like he's going to do something. And then they're That's like, hey, hey, don't you do something? And he's like, yeah. I won't. Yeah. And then uh, the first chance he gets, he punches Tyler Bate. And then he gets dragon suplexed for, for the victory. Uh, what was that weird bridge that he did with the holding the arms and shit? It's oh, called the, a dragon suplex, like I no, just said. No, not that one. There was the one before. I can't. Oh, that. Oh, you mean just when he was pinning him and he yeah, it he was like weird. He did a yeah. He did a basically he did a bridge, but weird. he put his hands on shoulders. Yeah, he put his hands on Tyler Bates' arms and shoulders to weird. to hold him down, which. That's got to be oh. the easiest pin at all to kick out of, right? He, he did the um, what do you call the fucking uh Bray Wyatt thing? You know, when he turns upside down and walks, and he did that to. It's weird. I was like, what the fuck is? Was that a mistake? No, Thinking. he thought he was doing some cool English shit, but that's just uh, phony. You just roll your shoulder over, and then you. That's it. He'd go tumbling to the mat. <laughs> you ain't got to do much. Yes. Yeah, right, so. Anyway, so you don't care. I don't care. All right, yeah. Mellow. Um. This was the actually, actually I was wrong. I think that the the, uh, the Twitter thing was Danny Palmer's Twitter, because she was doing a selfie style, and okay. this one was the one where it was the NXT account saying like I I, I forget what the the little tweet said, but it was some like Mellow's out of here, and uh, uh-huh. it's basically him watching Braun's interview, right, where he said he's going to put Trick in the hospital. I forgot to mention that part when we were making fun of how his promo was stupid, but he basically said. He's going to put Trick in the hospital. Right. And 
Um, and so Mello sees this. He's like, they show him sitting in the chair watching this video, which also means that why is the NXT champ not at work? Why is he just sitting in the barbershop where everybody else is like, you know, busting their ass, doing their job, being where they're supposed to be? And and I quote, he says, because medical says I have to be a hundred. Yeah, but you could still like be at, you could be in NXT kitchen, getting some cold spaghetti or maybe he's not cleared to, to eat spaghetti. Man, well, then they shouldn't have let him in. Oops. Spoiler. All right. Let's, uh, anyway, he, he, he rushes out of there in a hurry. He does. Um, as soon as he hears the threat on, uh, on tricks, health and well being. So ain't gonna happen. My homeboy. So the clock is ticking. Can he make it in time? Cause we still got a bunch of stuff left. <laughs> Jesus. Can we run through this please? <laughs> well, I'm just saying like, oh. it's not like the match is about to happen when he leaves the building and, uh, you'll see with the timing of it. Um, but yeah, basically the NXT champ doesn't have to be at work. Not necessary. <laughs> Country right. Trio makes their entrance. Yes. Then uh, Mackenzie, she's busy tonight. Yes. She's with uh, Dragon Lee, and uh, he's interrupted by the Supernova Sessions of uh, Noam Dar. Um, so Noam Dar does this this video on the on the screen, explaining stuff, and then he invites. Uh, he invites Dragon Lee to be a guest on the Supernova Sessions, which is making his debut next week. And then Dragon Lee's just like, "I'll be there." Yeah, walks off, which was kind of it was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, I will be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, not happy they'll be there. What do you think of Noam Dar's little video I like here? I like the kid. It's fucking a little smart, but he needs to see. This is the type of kid that in the '80s would have been a great, great manager. Mm-hmm. So just a manager you want to see tossed around the ring. There are a lot of great managers that are wrestling on this roster. <laughs> a lot of great managers. <laughs> God, kill me. Lord, please, just take me. Right now. Just go to Puerto Rico. Oh. No, but they're, 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 you're right. There are a lot of great... I could name five wrestlers off the top of my head right now and make great managers, but go ahead. All right, well, next is the uh, is Hank and Tank versus the Country Duo. This is... Well, all right. So, for those that didn't watch this match, uh, and it's gone, it's gone viral pretty much. Uh, number one, I like the, the tag team of Hank and Tank. What do you think of them together? Sure, why not? Sure, right? They they need to wear the same gear though. Well, yeah. All right. So, I like that the caution tape gear. I think that works for them. Um, that will work if they both wore it. Um, so, I have a question for you. These two guys are just doing a friendly match, right? Mm-hmm. Why did they fucking go all out in the beginning? Like, angry. I think that was the whole th- the whole point. Because even commentary made a note of that, where it's basically like, we thought we were just going to have a friendly match, and right. these guys are like, no, we're taking this really serious. Why? We're being sweaty here. We're being tryhard here. But shouldn't this like, be a situation where it, where it starts off kind of friendly, and then you know? They get heated. Mm, no, the, the, yeah, like, that's well. Well, no, I'm just saying that's the way you're describing it. That's one way to do it. This is a different way to do it. it depends on where they want to go with it. Obviously, because it's NXT, we can assume it will go nowhere, absolutely nowhere. But theoretically, it could go somewhere, and it could be a thing where it's like, "Hey, man, what was up with that? I thought we were just gonna, you know, have a good old time." And then they can just, you know, but I don't know. 
whatever they did what they did any other thoughts on it well if you guys didn't uh fucking see this shit uh i think i have it right here let's uh let's just pull this up on uh old tiktok so during this match fucking tank is wrestling and um okay here we go so let me just rewind this shit really quickly i'm not gonna put up any um audio here because that guy's so as tank is wrestling um he gets kicked in the mouth he literally spit out his tooth and you see it falling out there and he puts it back in the singlet and he just keeps going yeah was that like a work because no he didn't look like he well okay but was it yeah um so this wasn't this wasn't a spot that they they worked out for the match because he lost a tooth doing something stupid like biting into a chicken sandwich or something. See, now, I don't know for sure, and this is what I was looking for. I was looking for a bloody mouth. Right. And I didn't see one afterwards. Right, no blood. No blood. So he could have had a cap. Yeah. You know, so it could have been a cap that fell out. And, and the announcers were, the announcers were very ready to talk about it. Right. The so I- They got a replay of it. So they wouldn't have they wouldn't have done that probably if it was a shoot, uh, especially right. with the whole. And no plus, blood. when I saw the when I saw the boot that supposedly knocked it out of his face, it didn't look like the boot was that stiff. It wasn't even no. look like it was near his mouth. It no, looked like rolled, it was up he, around the the shoulder area, right. like it should have been. Right, and he rolled with it too. So yeah, but um, what I do we know? Just, We're just a couple I, of guys. You know what though? I think it was a well thought out little thing. Camera got a close up on it. Like, can sure. we can we give any other like <laughs> like why was the camera ready to get that shot of him putting it in the singlet? So yeah, I think we I think we've pretty much debunked the idea that this was a shoot that happened right. in the middle of the ring. But like you said, I think it was a good. I think it was a nice way of putting over that this guy's a fucking maniac. Um, I like this guy. I think I mentioned it last week. I, there's something about this guy I like, and I do like the two together. So we'll mm-hmm. see where it goes, um, but yeah, maybe that's, that's, maybe one day he can be in a tag team with uh, well with Chad Gable. If he can only be so lucky, sir. Because I remember, because I remember another slightly big guy that had a lot of energy that was in a tag team that had caution tape colors and became like a rib comedy character and still is to this day. Mm-hmm. So maybe Tank is on the fast track. Tank the Tank. And what they what did they call uh what did they call Otis? What was his last name? Oh, I don't remember he had a last name. Did he? Dozovic. Sure. The the so we got a tank and a dozer. Yeah. Well, we I, got a Hank and Tank. We got a Hank and a Tank. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I see them just I see I see them funneling people down the same path. Like if somebody has an idea, they're gonna see that idea through as many times as it takes. You know what I mean? Like how many, like, like we're already on our second equalizer gimmick. So <laughs> just saying, keep, keep your eyes open. Uh, any, any closing thoughts on this whole match? I thought it was good. I, th- I thought it did what it was supposed to do. It was probably supposed to put over the, the team of uh, Hank and tank. And, uh, I think, it, I think it did its job. Uh, yeah, even though they got the shit kicked out of them or the teeth kicked out of them, it's literally. okay. It's okay. They got this, but you know what they got? They got that's what that's what they got for trying to go hard at the beginning, <laughs> right? I, I'm hoping. Um, I mean, 
we'll know we'll know if this is 100 percent if this is a work or a shoot or whatever the fuck you want to say if um by next week they they make a big deal out of the tooth which it's all over wwe i think social media so well it's we we know what the answer is yeah of course again they got a close-up oh yeah um all right we get a a valkyria vignette She's mm-hmm. talking about how she this city is different than the country she came from, but she adapts and overcomes and other stuff. So yeah. she has it. All right. She has it. Uh next is hard hitting home truths with Nathan uh, Fraser. He's he's your hard, favorite. He's, he's hard your hit, favorite. He's hard hitting Thea Hale, apparently. You gotta be hard to hit. Can you imagine that? She's Imagine I can't screams i can all right me too i wouldn't send her a pic though but no so i think last week nathan frazier was behind an actual desk with a virtual mm-hmm. background this week we got a virtual desk with a virtual background it wasn't even last week this was like a few weeks ago oh, right sorry. like they're not making this a weekly yeah they made it they made it look even cheesier than what it was originally so it's fine okay it's fine but it's fine it's fine right all right. No other. No. Okay. No. I'm. I mean, it's 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 a it's a new thing. So we got to see how it. You know. Like, what's the purpose of it, though? Show that he has a personality. I'm sure that there is prepared. no other purpose. Because he, is he going to have a guest interview there, in his virtual uh, stage? He's got the whole thing set up like it's a talk show. Right. Is he going to hit somebody with a coconut? No. Well then, why have right. it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Lyra Valkyria versus Kiana James. Mm-hmm. This was a solid match. Those two girls are, are very, very good. Um, Kiana James has grown on me exponentially over the last couple of months. Uh, I think she's really, I think you find her to be uh, quite intoxicating. Am I correct? Well, I enjoy seeing how somebody that's that young in the business, because mm-hmm. she mentioned it a couple of times, this is her. You know she's she just she's done with her rookie year. It's crazy, and uh, so like when I see somebody that's exhibiting that much aptitude early on, it makes me want to eagle eye their stuff a little bit more. So what do you see in her right now? Well, for this one, even though I thought the match was good, much like you said, um, I also can now pick out like a couple little things too. Like for example. Um, when she, she was, she wanted to, I guess in this match, she was kind of working on the ribs, working Mm -hmm. on Lyra's ribs or midsection area. Mm -hmm. A lot of her offense was focused on that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, during the sections where she's supposed to grab a hold, she would grab like a kind of like a seated abdominal stretch type deal, Mm -hmm. you know, which makes sense if you're working on the, the rib area or something. However, the problem is like we saw in one of the earlier clips of the earlier matches when you were showing, I think it was Damon Kemp was doing like the exact uh, same thing. Damon Kemp. Well, I can't say it. I'll let oh, you say it, but he was doing the same. He was doing the same, same seated thing. abdominal stretch gimmick. Right. So you don't want to repeat stuff that other people have done <laughs> earlier in the show. If you can help it. Right. Sure. 
I don't think it made sense for Damon Kemp's match for him to be using that yeah, move. That's here, right? He probably didn't want. He probably just didn't want to do a chin lock because they had already done twenty five chin locks in that tag team match. Sure. So he was probably trying to switch it up and do a different hold, and that's the only other hold he thought of. Kiana could have seen that and done something else, maybe a bow and arrow, anything else that's just not the move that somebody already did. Right. That's a little. That's that's like a a little more of a advanced note um i also on a on a more rookie note you can say that she scooted into position for that top rope splash she sure fucking did she moved halfway across the ring she moved halfway across the ring scooted 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 and then put the knees up anyway yeah but the way she was positioned lyra still had to just jump directly at her knees right so it that whole thing didn't look good no not at all um and i'm sure that they knew how bad it looked when they did it but other than that everything they did was a, it seemed like a lot better than every other match on the show for the most part i agree i think this was probably possibly the best in-ring match um between two of the most talented females on this roster so. yeah and lyra wins with a spin kick yeah and that's See, not I, that's not her finish, Ray. Right? She does know. another move for a finish. I don't remember. But what finish was. I don't. I don't remember exactly either. Uh, it's it's something off the top. I think. Oh, I think she does like a scissor kick off the top, right? Like the sure. Booker T scissor kick. Why not? Anyway, um, <clears throat> but she does win with that spin kick, and because this is a tournament, <clears throat> I want you to look for that in next match as a false finish now because we've seen uh, it beat somebody so now it's going to be a believable uh false finish see if, if you wanted if you wanted this to be a fun tournament i would have given kiana james the win it's kind of right. shake shit up you know um because right. the whole time I'm watching this I'm like all right liar's gonna win because they they're just trapping a little racket rocket to a butthole well you also want to think i wouldn't want to beat either of these women at this point because kiana's been beaten too much yeah and we don't want lyra to get beat even though she has been beat like so that the undefeated thing's over but like you know uh i i would like to see them meet later in the tournament but the tournament's not long enough to really tell that story so it's just one of those situations where it's like uh neither one of these should be getting a loss right now but i know i mean kiana could have won using the purse could have but i think they're i think they're angling for uh, roxanne and cora finals fuck i was hoping fucking uh what's her name uh this one right here this beautiful blonde tiffany tiffany i was hoping well tiffany. they could they could do it i mean they could still do it i'll um, have to look at the bracket to see let me see let's take a look at the bracket to see if, if it's uh to see how they let, let's 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 see how they have this lined up let me see nxt women's as lizbeth says i figured the business was fallon and kiana would face each other which also makes sense you know they're gonna get that part in but um in roxanne news uh she was at the raw tapings and she worked the main event match against uh you know what's her name against who you know that that girl Sorry, brother. I'm just trying to see. Oh, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma? Um, Emma. Yeah, she's called Emma now. 
She's, she's back in the WWE. She's called Emma. I was thinking Tennille Dashwood. No, she's Emma. They still call her da- Emma? All right. I'm, I'm going to pop up the women's bracket bet. You're not going to see us, but you see the bracket. So how did this play? How does this play out here? So we have uh, Gigi Dolan. So she lost to Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. And it's going to be Tiffany against Roxanne Perez. So, you know, J- Roxanne's going to be JC, right? You agree? Easy. So there you go. So now you have uh, Roxanne Perez, Perez, who's probably going to take out Tiffany Stratton. God damn it! Right. Well, the way that you the, you see the way they set up this bracket, mm. you could see how they would get the wheel spinning, right? Because on one side you got Kiana James and Fallon Henley could potentially face each other, right? And on the other side you got JC and Gigi who could potentially face each other, right? So they're not going to do either one of those. <laughs> And you have so so Lyra advances. So next week, you know Fallon's not gonna win. Cora Jade's gonna win. So it's gonna be Cora Jade's and Lyra Valkyria. Ah. So So you think Cora goes over? Cora's going over Cora's going over because Lyra beat Cora. Remember? She beat her on TV like a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever it was. I guess. So they're gonna give Cora her win back. (laughs) Sorry. And then oh, well. in the in the finals, it's going to be the former best friends. Ugh. Oh God, damn it! And who's going to give the are they going to give the belt to this fucking kid, Cora Jade? They might get ready for it. She fucking stinks, bro. It's the generation of Jade. She stinks. She sucks. Do you think Braun has to send her picks, or they just? I don't fucking. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that that's a movie I don't want to watch. All right. So speaking of movies you don't want to watch, here's Gallus again, um, in a non Big Daddy's bar. Okay, <laughs> they're they're at a bar and it's not Big Daddy's, and then the family comes in and they're like, "Hey, hey!" And then they try to mimic the accent, but I think they're doing an English accent, so they don't really quite get it. The thing I I don't really care about what they were saying at all, um, but what I noticed was they're both they're they're like on either side of you know like a counter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Ray. Mm-hmm. So like Gallus on this side of the counter, family's on the other side of the counter. Neither side of this counter has like a bartender on it. I'm like ah. Uh-huh. What the where the hell? What kind of setup is this? The, no, the bartender's holding the camera, Fed. Oh, of course. Hello. Still didn't look like the it still didn't look like it behind the bar though. Like <laughs> it looked like I don't know. It was Todd weird. Todd Brantley. Vet is talking about Gallus. That is my cue to leave. I don't blame you. Yeah, don't if blame you can stay conscious long enough to step out. Yeah. Um Well, goodbye, Todd. Have a great day, my friend. Thank you for joining us. Um, all right, we're almost done here. All right, yeah. Uh, Please, quickly. Yeah, Trick enters for the <laughs> match. And uh, then uh, Braun enters, and we get Trick versus Braun here. Main event. Um, I am I am dying to hear your thought processes uh, regarding Actually, Trick I have Williams. a lot. Actually, I have a lot. And I think you're going to agree with every single word I say. All yours. Go ahead. All right. So the first thing I think of when I, this match starts is I'm like, um, uh, Braun is starting with wrestling. Yeah. He cut a promo. He's going to put him in the hospital so yeah. much so that 
Mello dashed out of the barbershop to save his friend's life. And then he starts with a lockup and he's got like a, he's like, like puts him in a, like a, a an arm bar, <laughs> some other, just some regular, regular ass eighties wrestling stuff to start this match. And I'm like, well, he's going to take his time with this, I guess. Uh, however, trick immediately goes to fighting. And I was like, way to go trick or the agent, whoever, whoever explained this correctly. So trick is trying to kick this guy's ass he's whooping that trick he's whooping that well he's the trick that's whooping that trick he's whooping that brawn right and uh right that's right yeah and rightly so so um you know so there was that uh i i just it was weird the way the match started i think the match should have just started with trick immediately punching him in the mouth sure and going into everything that they did after that where he kept like trying to fight out of the corner and then he would pick breaker up and like carry him back over and dump him in there and keep punching him again right like that should have been the start of the match there should be no lock up there should be no i'm gonna take you down and put you in an arm bar bullshit you know like none of that so did, cut that first part out did any part stick out to you where you said holy shit this kid trick williams is huge well i mean he's never not been huge hey, that's he's a, he's a big kid man we've known that i know i like this and part. also if you notice in studio style wrestling when a wrestler's standing like more in the foreground towards the camera they look even bigger yeah he's a big boy Anyway, um, the other thing I noticed was that, uh, you know, once once Trick had turned up the, the violence and then, you know, Braun took back over, mm -hmm. um, you know, he started fighting back now. Now he's going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Uh, but he shouldn't be going for pins at any point in this match. Cause he said, I'm going to put you in the hospital. So right. there was that one spot where he like, he got him with a, God, what did he get him with? He, he, he just hit, he hit one of his moves on the, on, on trick. And then he just went for a pin and he kicked out. It's like, well, if you had beaten him with that, you wouldn't have been satisfied with that. Would you? Cause he wouldn't go to the hospital from it. So I don't understand, you know, you're not playing up to the story you were trying to tell anyway. So in this situation, if you're a heel, and you're doing this, you don't go for covers. Because number one, that's not the story you were telling. And number two, you're just letting him kick out of your shit. So the less you let the person kick out of your stuff, the more it looks like you're just playing with your food and not trying to beat him yet. Right. It's it's a it's a two-pronged, uh, you know, and, and to my point, um, he slaps the recliner on him and that's the finish. It's like he eventually taps out um and then he reapplies the recliner and then carmelo runs in with his music mm. um and he throws a just a flurry of the fruitiest punches you've ever seen and then goes to hit a springboard and <laughs> braun hits a very lovely spear that cuts him down and looks like it really hurt uh and that's kind of how we go off the air with him standing over both these guys defeated. What'd you think? I think Trick Williams is the best. The best in the world? In the world. Um, he should have been the number one draft pick for... Like, instead of Roman Reigns, SmackDown definitely should have picked Trick Williams. Or was I mean, he... He probably wasn't in the eligible pool because that wouldn't have been... 
do, do you see what I see in Trick? Like how much I'm always praising the kid. Um, I think eventually he is going to be a much bigger star than than Carmelo Hayes. Um, something crystallized for me while I was watching this. In terms of that, was there one like mo- what was that one moment that that maybe? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was <sighs> something else because as I was watching the final minutes of this show, I almost immediately. Like, I didn't like it, and I immediately started rebooking it in my head on the fly. So I wrote it all down, and I'll go over that in a second. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to say everything that you want to say about the match, Trick Williams. Well, here's the thing. With with this match, um, this is everything. For Trick Williams being in his first main event, this is everything I hoped for for, with him. Um. And I think he's only going to get like every time I was watching this shit and I'm like, wow, he's just going to get better. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get faster. He's going to get better on the mic. He's going to get more comfortable. Um, I just kept seeing like, wow, like (laughs) you call me crazy. I see more money in Trick Williams than I do in Braun Breaker. Eventually over time. Um, Oh, my God. And, And that finish, that move that he did, the bookend. Where he grabbed oh, where he the, grabbed him by the arm and pulled him around. That was fucking beautiful. I would I would actually have Booker T kind of like you know take him under his wing, wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? You know, listen, uh, I, I see a lot of potential in this kid, so I took some time out, sucker. You know, and showed him a couple things here. Ah, right, man, this kid's this kid's really good, man. So. All that being said, I, I thought for his first main event, uh, kid's only been in the business what maybe two years, if that. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, this kid's got tons of fucking potential. Don't say it. Oh, you fucking. Oh, All right, you cursed him. He's sorry. done. He'll be he'll be washed up in two more years. Now that you said that, thanks a so, lot. I can't add any more because I've been praising this kid from the beginning. Well, not the beginning, beginning, but. Well, you pra- always- you praise him. You praise him for you know in the past you were praising him before there was really that much to praise because well, yeah. you were already seeing ahead. Right, right. I You're saw, like I saw what he could be. Yeah. What what could I do with this kid? What can they do with this kid? Right. You're looking ahead now that you've seen a sample. You're like, yes, I was right. I've confirmed what I thought. There is money here, so like, like I get that. I'm excited to see him. Like, yeah. When- like I was like, wow, this kid, he's gonna be in the main event. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. I was really into the to the match. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for him. I was looking to see fuck ups. Like big fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I I didn't see anything. So no, I was no, waiting no. For, I was waiting to hear from you. Maybe mm-hmm. something I missed. No. If, if there was no real the only things that was an issue is the stuff I already pointed out, which was more like the layout of the match, which may not have even been either one of them. Like, I would not have had a tie-up to start. I would have had, as soon as the bell rings, I would have had Trick throw those right hands, which look great. Like, he actually throws good punches. Good overhand right punches. <laughs> Frank is a dick. I might yes. even put that up, but it's funny. But, um, yeah, and, you know, part of it is it's it's more special and impressive because we don't see Trick that often. 
Mm-mm. Most of the time we see him, he is sitting in a barbershop or just standing at ringside or whatever. So the hype is built up for a match where it's like, now I have to get revenge from my friend. And you're like, you're counting on him to deliver. And he does. So even. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I just just got excited over, over thinking about like trick Williams being like, because we don't know what Big E's going to happen. What's going to happen with Big E. He's not getting in the new day. Stop. My God though, man, that would be fucking. No, I wouldn't. You don't think it'll work? The new day is the new day forever. That's it. It's those three guys. There's no fourth guy. Oh, that's what they said about demolition. Nobody ever said that about demolition. (laughs) What are you talking about? Then came Not one person ever said, this tag team is only these two guys. Here comes the X. All right. Here comes the But that's a good trend. That's a good... That comment is is a good transition to what I was going to say because what crystallized for me when I was watching this, right? It goes back to something that we were talking about last week, where, mm-hmm. you know, I was saying like, oh, so now in the story in, in the kayfabe sense, these guys have been high school friends, right? They've been that long that they've been together and friends. Yeah. And then I was thinking, it's like, well, these guys is the package. And I don't think for their for both of their long term success, I don't think you can ever break them up. Oh, that scares me. I think you have to get them to the level of success that they can achieve. That's like the new day in the sense that no matter what, they always stick together, even if they go off on their separate paths or whatever. But there is no like, dude, what are you gonna do with a heel turn? where somebody gets clubbed in the back and then they cut the same promo about how they always got the spotlight. Like we've seen that so many times it's done nothing for anybody in the past 20 years. So what if these guys just stay together? So this is what I'm thinking. Like when I'm seeing the finish of this show, here's how I rebooked it. You tell me if you like their version better or you like my version better. Okay. Okay. So Braun gets him in the recliner. Right now in the, in the original match, he kind of stays in it for a second and then he taps out eventually. Right. So in my version, Braun gets the recliner on him and trick won't give up. He's going to get his own miniature WrestleMania 13 stone cold, Steve Austin bleeding moment where he's like, he's not going to give up. Because what does that mean if he gives up? It means he's giving up on his friend, right? Who he's, he's in here to avenge his friend. And so he won't give up. And he can't get to the ropes. So he's stuck. And he's screaming, no, no, I don't give up. I don't give up. The referee stops it because he can't move. And he's uh-huh. going to get hurt, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, but, but you're following, right? I'm, absolutely. Okay. Now the ref stops the match. Like, he's done. I don't care if he doesn't give up. I'm giving up for him. I'm basically, I'm calling the match. You've got right. him. You won. It's over. The rest Whatever. safety, right. Right. So the ref is, you know, pulls him off. Like, mm-hmm. he's pulling, you know, Braun Breaker off. Braun shoves him down like you've seen already with Dijak. It would have been better. If I was doing this, I wouldn't have had Dijak do what he did earlier. I wouldn't right. have had him touch the ref for this spot. Got Throw it. the ref down. Okay, then Trick is like trying to recover and he's like crawling to the corner, like to pull himself up in the in the corner. So he's facing away from him. 
Braun spears him in the spine, like right in the lower back with that spear. Now he's going to work it, but it's going to look really bad. Like it's going to look stiff and he's going to, and Trick's going to sell it like a million dollars, obviously, because he's good at selling, right? So now he's speared and then he drags him back to the middle and puts the recliner on. At this point, the rest of the refs come out and they're physically pulling Braun Breaker off him. But before they do... He gives it one final wrench, okay, just to make sure that that spine snaps. At this time, the refs get him off. Mello runs down. No music. Mello runs in. The referees are already pulling him off and, like, pushing him out of the ring because now there's, like, every ref. So they're all pushing him. Braun walks out wherever he walks. He, he, he gets out of the ring. Mello slides in. He's concerned about his friend. He's not that worried about Braun right now. Okay, mm-hmm. Mello slides in, goes right to Trick, and it's like, let's get some help, you know, whatever they always do. Hey, let's get some help. He'll scream medical, whatever, whatever. Um, so now he's got his friend, he's holding his friend in his arms or whatever, and Braun just walks up the ramp, doesn't even look back. Mello's staring daggers in Braun's back, and Braun doesn't even look, and everybody's booing him, and he just walks up and goes up the ramp and goes back in the locker room without turning around, and you see... Mello holding his friend, now possibly crippled, in his arms, staring mm-hmm. at Braun. Now it's personal. Now we've gone off the air serious. We didn't do any of the corny, cliched stuff. You've solidified that these guys are actually friends and care about each other. Mm-hmm. And now you want to see Mello get in Braun's ass. But he didn't get to touch him here. So it's it's the, the, the Rocky Four. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, a little bit, except he didn't die. Do you have Mel- do you have a uh, trick in the back brace for a month? You could have him in the hospital, like Braun said he was going to put him there. Mm. So that makes the heel good on his word and get eat- sympathy for Trick. But Trick was a hero because he didn't quit, <sighs> and oh. he and he totally got blindsided. So it's not like you know. Now Mello didn't even get a piece. Because he's more concerned about his friend than attacking a, a, a another wrestler, so wow, there's drama yeah, there. That's that's um, it's too good. It's too good. It's, it's way fire. too good for NXT with their. I heard you want to get ahead. Nah, it's too good, that. That it that 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 would make that kid. You know, um, and then when Trick finally comes back, think of the pop he'd get. Mm. Could you picture that as I was laying that out? Like, like I said, it's it's the Rocky Four, you know, with him holding yeah. his friend in his arms. Rocky didn't Rocky didn't get up and, uh, you know, as Apollo was dead, he didn't get up and like to jump on Drago and start punching. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Hmm. You have me thinking, man. Yeah, that, that would be amazing. And I, I'm I'm looking even forward, like further than that. You have you have uh finally, you know, Trick is out of the hospital and he's in a wheelchair or, or in the back brace. You, you can even do the uh the whole, you know, Braun attacks him while he's in the wheelchair. 
<laughs> yeah. Extending the heat. You know, more sympathy for the for the baby face. You could even do in and then leading up to that, leading up to uh, a redemption like fight or whatever for Trick Williams, his best friend is helping him. You know, in recovery, we have uh, vignettes of him in the hospital and fucking this kid. Uh, you know, uh, Mello helping him walk again. Uh, Mello, uh, you, you remember remember when Hulk Hogan got attacked by King Kong Bundy before uh, before WrestleMania two. And you see him with the doctor, and I think Hillbilly Jim was by his side every step of the way, that type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be great, man. But And you know they'd have... See, and they would have an excuse to do that because you know that WWE is making documentaries all the time, and they're always filming stuff. Yeah. So man. that's a reason why the camera's there. It's not like, oh, we're going to go follow uh, Tony D'Angelo to dump this body. It's like there, there's a reason why the cameras would actually be there to film it. If you treat this shit like it's actually half-ass real for sometimes, hey, you might get more than like, you know, whatever shitty numbers they draw, half a million people or whatever it is. But you and I both know that's not going to happen. Oh, well, it can't. They already didn't do it. (laughs) They didn't do it on this episode. They did phony fake wrestling stuff. That's that's really good, but... um... And again, it's, it's something that has worked in the past several times. You know, the road to redemption. You're making both. You're making this kid, man. And then you, then they'll always have. See, that's where I, I see that as like the launching pad for, you know, these two to have that friendship that goes through their entire WWE career, whether they're baby faces or heels, but they're always friends. They're always a team. They always support each other. It's just something we don't see anymore because WWE's always looking to split up a tag team as soon as they put it together. So I just think there's more money on them together than there would be apart. And uh, you know, and then it, even if even if you're a WWE only watcher and you don't watch NXT, but you see these guys come in. And then you'd be like, man, how come these guys stay together all these, you know, most of the time they break right. up. It's like, oh, well, you got to go see the NXT stuff. You got to see the, the Braun Breaker hospital thing. Like, you know, but mm. no, that's going to happen. JTG, Trick and Mellow versus New Day Bloodline. <laughs> uh, breaking news. Uh, Nyla Rose dick pics are out there. Anyway. Vet, what you got going on, buddy, before we go home? God, what don't I got going on? I got too much, too much. going on, you guys. Um, you know, here on Hummy Media Group, you can find me on the Impact Attack every oh. Monday at 6.30 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. um, with Brandon. Uh, you could even find me um, sometimes in the Monday locker room. Uh, I'm on standby a lot there. Uh, you could find me on Rampage Uncaged sometimes uh, with Jimmy T. Um, speaking of the PWC, you might find me on a Monday Night Machismo or any other type of show. So I'm just all over the place. You might find me on Shooting the Shit Uncensored with Pierce Austin which is available now for you guys on all your favorite listening platforms and on YouTube. 
So if you can't get enough vet, you can watch me do an hour and a half with Piers Austin where we have a great conversation and talk about a lot of fun stuff. Piers is you awesome. don't hear me you don't hear me talk about it on all these other shows because I don't get a chance to. Um what else can you find me? You can find me uh, sometimes you might even find me on Wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday whenever they feel like it. Uh I haven't been on there in a while, but that means I'm due. So you never know when I might pop in there. Um, and, uh, don't forget to check out, uh, Stevie Richards cause Stevie is on his road to recovery as if Braun Breaker just speared him in the spine and he's making his comeback. And, uh, speaking of Rocky, you want to talk about going from being in the hospital bed to running on the beach, sun on the beach, Stevie Richards, man, that's an inspiration for you. And he's back with the Big Fitness Show and all of his other stuff. Russo brand, Raw Smackdown reviews, everything. So Stevie Richards, and, you know, as a last resort, you can find me at Opinion Haver on all your favorite social media platforms. Twitch.tv slash Opinion Haver. Awesome. Awesome. It's too much. I got to stop doing so much stuff so that the plug section can get cut way down. Well, first, you know, don't tell it. Um... This week, there's no pro wrestling reflection. I'm oh, very sad. Shit. Fuck. They're taking, delete yeah, the app. I, I know. I know. They're taking a week off. They're taking a week off. But later on, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's the A show. Oh. But, Vet, this week, April Hunter's not there. What? I have the lovely oh. Noel Lagrasso filling in we're going to talk about some things that we loved as kids that really don't exist anymore and kids don't do anymore um well you guys weren't kids when a furby came out come on oh well i'm it's not just for us we're we're talking about 80s and 90s um so yeah man uh thanks for burying me by the way um the uh, the big video you're gonna be on the is it gonna be the ray show (laughs) no it's not gonna be the ray show but speaking of the ray show Speaking of Noel, is she gonna be on the next level wrestling review soon? She will be soon. She's this is her first podcast in months, and she uh, Noel's also gonna share her um, her full story regarding uh, the stroke that she had shortly after she got married to Vito, um, what she's been going through now, uh, issues with you know uh, neural issues, so on and so forth. Why she hasn't been podcasting and why she's chosen to jump on the e-show and do it with me um so it's gonna be an interesting show man we'll talk a couple of topics but mostly we want to try to have like more upbeat show this week so don't let any nxt writers watch this show um no <laughs> we will try to oh also uh, uh you know uh, a show extra so i do a solo show the following day uh, i'm going to be doing that show every thursday uh it's going to be about maybe 30 40 minutes long maybe an hour um, every every Thursday, and this week I'm going to be talking about this: um, why Gen Z do not respect authority. Uh, why don't they respect authority anymore? I'm going to be talking about these kids that, that you know were, were born in, in the uh, the mid to uh, you know the mid 2000s, and what's going on with society. And again, I I don't come across with a whole bunch of statistics and stuff. I just use basic common sense. My almost 50 years on this earth and my almost uh, two decades of being a father 
you know, so that that's going to be my what I use. And I can't I want to hear from you guys. So we have a live chat going on. We'll be on Rumble. We'll be on uh, on YouTube and we'll be on Twitch. So check that out. Check out both shows again tonight. The A show with the lovely Noel LaGrasso. And that's about it, my friend. I think, uh, you know, I think it's time to get the fuck out of here, brother. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, channelattitude.com if you want to see the replays and uh, other stuff. And uh, the words of Marlena don't sell it. There goes Gary. What's up, Gary? Gary's, Gary's fucking over. Ben Hameen, Hameen Media Group for Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself.